0: Welcome to Dabbling and Dribbling with Alex and Bry. Hey everyone. It's been two weeks, buddy.
1: It's been a long two weeks.
0: I mean, I've seen you quite a bit because like, sure. we're not that far from each other and I talk to you all the time, this but, is like,
1: true.
0: but like, there's a lot going on.
1: Yeah, I've been keeping notes. Uh, we have
0: a note, like we have like a, for those of you who don't know, we have like a note section that we make sure that we try to touch on everything that's happening.
1: Yeah, but every, I, literally everything.
0: Literally everything. And, and then we have to like pare it down to something that makes the most sense, so we don't bore everybody.
1: Fair enough. Um, and and this this week's episode, um, Bry did something special and uh, silenced your phone. So if you're looking forward <laughs> to that moment, where you'll be wondering, is my phone ringing? <laughs> Not going to happen this week. You're, it is your phone if it goes I, off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I blame having a loving family that just wants to know how so, I'm doing. So popular. <laughs> I'm just, it's really usually just my mom or my dad <laughs> or my sisters calling me. Whom we
1: love very much. Yes, they are yeah. pretty
0: lovely. Um, but I think first things first, um, we must pay homage and mm-hmm. huge congratulations to Queen B and jay-z as he's now being called um oh, it's all capital yeah, letters all, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's all capital ex- letters ex- no hyphen no
1: exclamation point but still all caps
0: yes all caps all caps because um, they had their twins yeah. uh, or speculation that they've had their twins uh some people thought that it was like on june 17th that they had their twins uh a boy and a girl possibly named sean and Bay after their That's what father and mother. Yes. Again, these are all things people are assuming. Nothing has come from Parkwood or Beyonce or Jay-Z. Something did come from Beyonce's dad, but...
1: I have to ask, who's Parkwood?
0: Parkwood is Beyonce's company, which someone I, I know no is working idea. for. Yeah, Beyonce's okay. company is called Parkwood. I wonder what it's... I don't know what it's named after. I think it's something with, with her mother's side of the family, maybe? I don't remember. Uh-huh. But uh, so people have been assuming that it's it was on June 17th that the, the babies came prematurely, which is pretty normal for twins and things like that. Um, but I've later found out that it was actually probably June 12th, which is Wrigley's birthday.
1: <sighs> Wrigley, who is now rolling around on the floor trying to figure out where his tail is <laughs> in relation to his body.
0: He's scratching his back. He's stretching. He's doing oh, his thing. Remember okay. that time you threw a ball at his face? His body.
1: That was about 30 minutes minutes ago. ago.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, about 30 minutes ago.
1: He handled it well for what it's worth.
0: almost killed my dog.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It was a big basketball. I'm not going to lie. Yes, it was. He he handled handled it
0: like But yeah, so I got really sad. Again, nothing is. Like officially stated That's by the, the family, because now the twins came, and I think mm-hmm. we were feeling it in our last podcast. we were like, something's happening, because we talked about the other twins. Right, the, I was gonna say the Clooney twins, the, the Clooney twins. But you so graciously reminded me. But what about the real twins? The
1: real twins yeah, is what I that really we're waiting know. for. No diss toward the Clooney twins. No,
0: they're probably going to be best friends, to be honest. Just powerful parents doing like cool things. Yeah, I mean, they're probably going to be friends. I, yeah. I assume
1: and now blue Ivy has someone some people to play with yeah and it's gonna be now, a lot of fun
0: I mean she, I like to think blue Ivy is basically running the show like
1: oh yeah no absolutely
0: like she is telling the dancers what to do she's firing people she's she's running oh you every, mean like the whole show? the whole show I think she's, oh okay yeah and I think she's gonna be like all right brother and sister who we think it's a brother mm-hmm. and sister this is what's really happening
1: yeah do you think she'll get jealous? I wonder. I don't
0: know. I was I was about Blue's age when my sister came, mm-hmm. and my mom said I came, I walked into the room, saw my mom holding the baby, holding my sister, and I cried and was like, you "But just... that's my mom!" <laughs> and um, my sister will tell you that she uh, didn't learn how to speak until much later in life because I just you took kept saying, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You kept talking. Um, that's funny. So because my sister's a big old comedian like that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I want to know more, but I also am like, let them live their life. Apparently they're in some like big Malibu apartment or house, mansion thing. Oh, nice. Yeah, just recuperating. You just said twins. Let them do what they want to do. Well, sure. And that we will know when we when they are good and ready. Honestly, we might not even see the twins till they're like five. And I'm okay with that.
1: And they can be her backup dancers for one of the songs? <laughs> or like they can... Harmonize in the back? I
0: just cannot wait. That'd be wait. the cutest. Like, so when you go to a Beyonce concert, there's a lot of home videos that usually happens like at the end of the concert. Mm-hmm. And it's like videos of like Blue's birthday or their wedding and like things that like none of us have seen or like, beyonce at the hospital and so like there's like fans like me that are just like oh my god what's this is beyonce- so beautiful
1: what's beyonce doing at the hospital is like eating like she's just in the bed like you with, know, the baby, with the baby like, baby, yeah those what is she eating things. can we see like what she's eating while she's at the hospital
0: i don't think it's that detailed is it like better <laughs> like par- food than the hospital food <laughs> normally, I, I mean they like they created like they spent a ton of money on just like that hospital wing for beyonce and jay-z and their family
1: they didn't build a whole wing but they like like i think they, they touched it up
0: yeah for like specifically for them with security and things like that that's nice i mean when you are beyonce you have dang you have the money that's it. yeah she
1: got all the so, power
0: all, all all hail to the queen awesome. and king and i'm excited for them and their beautiful family i want to know more but i'm also like pleasant with their lives
1: yeah of course because congrats
0: yeah but other than that that's that's like great news, right? Like life.
1: Mhm. Um.
0: But there's been a lot of death it's and been... terribleness happening. Yeah.
1: Let's let's change gears into some horrible stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because, why not? <laughs> yeah. It's. it's, it's
1: <laughs> All right. What what, what
0: what what terrible thing do we uh, want to touch
1: on? Well, we get started in a couple places. Let's go to the most. Let's go to the most extremes. Okay. All right. So let's let's recap, Philando Castile's mm-hmm. uh, situation. The man who was shot uh, almost, was it a year ago in Minnesota? No, it was less than that.
0: I think it or was either recent. a year or less than a year. It's and pretty recent.
1: The officer was not indicted. Mm-hmm. And we have all the video. Right. of
0: From the post- Facebook Live, from the dash cam.
1: The girlfriend, the right. She, she recorded it moments after he was shot. We have the dash cam. And people have feelings about it. And there's reaction to it. People in the community are talking about it, and I don't know. What's your what is your feeling on that situation?
0: I'm personally incredibly tired of talking about how we need to have these police officers Hmm. held accountable. Um, I know that, and we've talked. I think in our first episode, how how we know how difficult. The police officer's job is we like for sure. I can only like and I, no, I don't know. I can only imagine how hard it is to risk your life to for to save your community to yeah. to be a protector of your community. But when you're not protecting your community, yeah, you know. Um, the other thing I'm really surprised at the NRA is super quiet about all of this. This is Philando Castile, who is this really upstanding citizen. That's a good point. Wow. This upstanding citizen who is doing amazing things for like people called him i think mr p um or mr phil mr phil i think think. because he worked at a school like he he either he worked in dining services dining services at a school like he knew all the kids and he was really Mm. like loving to the kids and um like this was this upstanding citizen who owned a gun legally right and was telling the Told the told the officer i own this gun i'm not taking it i'm trying to that's where it's you asked kept.
1: for my id it's my kept. id is in the place where my registered gun is i'm, I'm just letting, letting you, you know. know
0: but then you decided to shoot me so right. the nra is hella quiet and apparently the nra put up this terrible video of like basically telling basically starting a civil war between any anyone in the left like mm-hmm. be well, i haven't seen the video i can't really speak on it so i'm just really surprised the nra hasn't said anything I'm just not surprised that another black man is murdered and no one cares about it.
1: I just, no, I'm not shocked and I'm just, And
0: it's like, it's, I, it is like physically fatiguing to talk about it.
1: When we heard the friend of Philando Castile talk about, just moments before he died, like a mm-hmm. day or two before he died, he'd already talked to Philando. And the conversation was, man, why are you working over the summer? Because they get summer pay, mm-hmm. I guess. And yeah. so you don't need to work in the schools. Yeah. But Philando chose to work in the school system over the summertime because mm-hmm. he said, "Man, I love everybody. I love the kids. Mm-hmm. I love my job." He was and,
0: a good guy.
1: Yeah, and and it's just hard to imagine. And so that's why when I think about how it went down, if I was in that officer's shoes, and I pull up on this car, and I'm asking him for his identification registration, right. if I and the officer's saying like I was afraid he was going to shoot me or feared for my life or right. whatever. That officer's having to make a decision in that moment, and their nerves and emotions are leading the way. Sure. Well, like it does with so many of us, but right. like so many of us are not in life or death situations in the immediate. But if we actually slow that down and think about the situation, if somebody really wanted to blow me away, if I said to you, I want your registration and stuff, if you have the intention... Of shooting me, you're gonna do it. You well, no. You're not gonna tell me you're gonna do no, it. No, you're just gonna, you're gonna do go it. ahead. Yeah, you're gonna go ahead, and reach in this glove compartment where I'm asking you to reach, mm-hmm. but you're not gonna tell me you have a gun, and then you're gonna turn around, and I'm gonna not be prepared, mm-hmm. and you're gonna shoot me. Right. That's what would happen. But instead, he cautiously says, "I hear you. I mm-hmm. will get I'm that about, for I'm you." I'm doing
0: everything you want me to. But do. I
1: have a registered weapon. I'm telling you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then you're asking him to still reach there. Yeah. And now your fear is that he could pull the thing I don't want him to pull. Yeah. And so as he's pulling his registration and turning to you, then you're lighting him up.
0: Right. It's like,
1: that's, that's so... And
0: are you seeing what you, what you want to see, right? Right. Like, I mean, what is the biases that you have that make, like... We all have biases. We talk about the things that, like, we have early memories of, like, this is what black people are. This is what Chinese people are. This is what Indian right. people are. This is what white people are. And this was all taught to us in a very hostile and negative way. And we have to unlearn all those things, right? And But not everyone thinks to unlearn those things. Right. And there, it, there, it takes a lot of education. It takes a lot of exposure to things that exposure are different. Exposure is huge. It's, exposure is huge. And if you don't have that, I don't know what the criteria is to be a police officer in that in that area is it a high school diploma is it a couple of years in college is it what is it you know um but does that education equal exposure not necessarily like it's just so complicated and i'm it it just reminds me of just another black and brown person dying and no one caring about it
1: yeah but even so beyond that too It's the system that was set up in place in that area of Minnesota that is so troubling to me because the police for that county Mm -hmm. oversee three different Mm -hmm. areas, zones, counties in that space that they patrol. And across those three counties, it's something like only 5 to 10 percent of the county was black, Mm -hmm. but it accounted for over 50% of the traffic stops yeah. were black people. And the reputation of the black something. community. Doesn't that say something. Yeah, the black community yeah. is like, don't drive there after dark right. because it has a reputation for you're going to get pulled over. And it has that sundown mm-hmm. reputation. They call it a sundown town because back in the day, sundown towns, and even today, I mean, there are some that are still function like a sundown town. Yeah. It's not black, written on paper. But right, yeah. but black people had to be out of the white section of town by a certain hour, or police would give them a hard time and, and say, was, "What are you still doing here? And that's
0: not something that was that long ago. No, it that it's very the, recent. Like
1: that's like we're talking like is is recent as like the nineties, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. In some parts of the country, right, this stuff is still like common practice. Yeah, uh, in more rural areas, usually, right. Um, but yeah, I mean this this he was driving through an area with groceries, mm-hmm. with his. Think about that. Like with I his pulled kids? You, I pulled you over. You have a kid, your wife groceries you told me you have a gun am i really gonna shoot an officer and for it, this all just makes so much sense to me now after the case like right. why would you shoot this person but, but in the moment you,
0: but in the moment if you're you're just thinking oh he's a black he's man. a black he's, man he's a black a man and he has, has a gun and he doesn't care he's uneducated so, he's he's not a good citizen you're just making all these assumptions about this guy right and right. it's like
1: and this is this like good-hearted guy who has been working in the school system with kids mm-hmm. for so many years and
0: and apparently a present father yes which is like another like right you know another good thing about like that he's not fitting this mold of this like you know deadbeat dad situation
1: right. yeah and it, it's uh it's troubling because he had been pulled over so many other times mm-hmm. for suspended license or mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. and and that's Here or there, you can go ahead and make what you will of that. But, like, he never did anything uh, violent. Mm -hmm. It was just, like, some misdemeanors here or there for just not doing administrative Mm -hmm. paperwork or whatever when he needed to in a timely fashion. Mm -hmm. If you pull this guy over...
0: Which is a... Like, the system is messed up. when The bail system, like, that's all... He was
1: paying fines, like, every month. Right. And upwards of $500 for things that were nonsense. And the bail...
0: Like, that system is is meant to make poor people more poor it's ridiculous yeah
1: and but you have a history of this person if you run the plates you know who you're pulling over if he has no history of violence Mm -hmm. and he tells you he has a registered weapon we have no you and i deal with people on a regular basis in our line of work where they have repeated patterns Mm -hmm. but the pattern suggest what they're able to do and what they're not able to do Mm -hmm. and so if if i see you enough times that i know what your mo is Mm -hmm. i shouldn't then apply all these other outside stereotypes to you based on what you look like right like your history with me is enough to know i know what i'm going to get with you Mm -hmm. it's the same old same old here's your ticket pay Mm -hmm. your fine that's it right and your kids in the car and your your girlfriend girlfriend? i think his girlfriend i don't But anyway, it's an unfortunate situation, and I think it's just, like you said, I'm tired of talking about people who've been taken down unnecessarily so, and them being black or brown. Um, At some point, we need to figure out what our our justice system is good for and what we're doing with our police. By and large, important that we have law enforcement, of course. Mm -hmm. How we train those folks Mm -hmm. needs to be examined closely.
0: Yeah, and the training isn't just like, don't do these things, but let me tell you why maybe you thought these things, and here's the history behind it. I I think those things are so important.
1: I read something recently where someone was saying, it was recommended by someone who's a police official, they were saying, with every beat cop that we send out there, or patrolling or whatever, Mm -hmm. we also need to send out social workers into the community. Yeah,
0: and the social work community is like burnt out too oh yeah and so like any and think about the teachers that are doing the good work they're burnt out as well in the in the communities that need it the most that don't have all the money coming into their systems to help them you know mm-hmm. so i don't know it's just
1: it would be it's troubling yeah and it would be hard um but i don't think impossible and certainly not unnecessary for us to train officers more in tactical skills around social work and working with people from disadvantaged or marginalized minoritized groups. Mm -hmm. Um, I know in my neighborhood, we have a homeless shelter nearby Mm -hmm. and the gentlemen, mostly men Mm -hmm. kind of line up out there on the corner and there's a propensity for some of those conversations to get out of hand. And sometimes there may be people passing by that they catcall or something Mm -hmm. like that. And it's unfortunately directed at a lot of women mm-hmm. most of the time. I know. And I passed
0: by there a couple of times.
1: I'm sure. <laughs> so I I thought about what I could do. And I know the people at the shelter pretty well. So I, I'll reach out to them and just because I know what their policy is on that and see if we can do something to monitor that a little bit more closely. But then the person approaching me about that also asked, like, is there anything else you can do? And I thought, well, you know, like, I can't completely change human behavior mm-hmm. with people I don't have. I don't know. Sorry, guys. I, no <laughs> <relation laughs> <just> <laughs> I have no relation
0: with... That was just my computer.
1: I have no relation with... I was like, what if I thought to ask my local police precinct to do a couple rounds around there just more frequently? But I've also seen police interact right. with the homeless population in a way that I'm not comfortable with. Right. So I don't feel comfortable asking them to do that either. And that's unfortunate because those are the people Those are the people that you trust. should be trusting yeah and that's uh, i just wish i had more trust so anyway the philando castile decision not indicting the officer and
0: unfortunately not surprising but yeah yeah i mean i don't know if i want to talk too much about the next thing but just i think it's important to let our listeners know about nabra she is a uh, a young woman that was killed by um darwin martinez torres uh, he's a 22 year old suspect um, who got into a traffic argument with the teen and with with her and a bunch of people um, during like a Ramadan thing that was happening, and it was just friends hanging out. Um, and after kind of getting into an altercation, um, he pull, like kind of the argument uh, escalated, and he pulled over and chased the group down with a baseball bat um, and attacked Nabra specifically. Nabra oh. is a young um, Muslim woman young Muslim, Muslim girl um, and after hitting her with a bat um, the authorities are saying that the guy took Nabra into his car to another location, a nearby location and possibly assaulted her. They're still not sure if it was a, a sexual assault or not but um, they later found her body in a pond. And mm-hmm. um, this could easily just been road rage related kind of a thing. Um, And so people would be like, why are these kids out there at three o'clock in the morning, you know, going from like a McDonald's to their temple or like to their mosque or whatever. I just remember hanging out like at my church late at night and things like that. And I just, and especially with so much of the Islamophobia that's happening and especially during one of the most holiest months for those who practice um, Islam, um, it was just really hard to see like, I just feel like there's been a lot of issues around her death specifically because there was a report of her memorial, the memorial that they had mm-hmm. uh, being burned down. But I later found out the person may have been a little deranged and was burning down other things. Uh, but still, it doesn't look great when you have a Muslim girl's memorial being burned down um, by a white dude. Um, yeah, I it said, just does. It does not good. It's not the optics are bad, but <laughs> yeah, it, they I also, immediately thought it was like he's an he's an Islamophobe, of course. Yeah. but
1: they also said uh, no permanent structural damage was done to the memorial. It's right. still fine. it's still
0: there, but it's just it's you know the principle of the matter. Yeah, sure. But I think the only thing I wanted, I mean, there isn't really much to say because it's just so sad. Like a young hmm. woman's life is gone and her potential for what she could have done for our world is gone. Um, but I think something I wanted to put out there to the world is that there is a LaunchGood account under Nabra's um, name. So it's like launchgood.com slash Nabra. It's, it's mm. money to help the family um, pay for the expenses of, like, the funeral and things like that, but also just to cope with all the, probably the legality things that they'll have to be now going through for her. So if you, if you have it in your heart to so, donate so. anything, every penny counts um, I think it, it would be good and it's and I believe LaunchKit is specifically like a, a Muslim um, like kind of organization like a, kind of like a goFundMe for um, M- Muslim related um, mm-hmm. fundraising efforts and I think it's it would be cool for folks to donate to that um, but I think it's just it kind of just comes back down to like there's so much, I don't know what this guy was thinking and what argument ha- happened and, um, just the community of kids that probably are still affected by it, that they ran off and couldn't save Nabra. Like I can only imagine just like the, yeah. the toll that it would take on them.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so I just, I heard that. And I just like, th- that could have been me, you know, like walking down the street and someone said something and I just said something snappy back and they decide to like come kick my ass, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm a pretty snappy person, I like to think, but like, yes, you know, time, place, manner. But like, you know, when you're a young person, you, you feel like you're invisible, in, in, invincible. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just another sad, tragic life lost, um, which is just, I don't know. It just makes me sad that it that these things are happening, and it doesn't help that like, 45's travel ban is upheld by the court in some various ways in and things some like way. that. Yeah, but yeah.
1: Is it maybe I'm too much of an optimist, but I'd like to believe that because it's only part of the ban, mm-hmm. not the entire ban. Yeah. Our court system having already uh, turned down the ban mm-hmm. several times, finally Well let the us go...
0: local courts, it, it wasn't the Supreme Court. Right, sure. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I'd like to believe that they did what they could not to put the full force of that ban in place. Yeah. I hope because so. it seemed Pretty, I don't want to say the D word, but it wasn't. It wasn't good. The, the D, D word. word. What's the D word? I should just say the D word because there word? are a lot of D words. I, know, I was like, I'm gonna say discriminatory. Oh, what was so, you could have
0: just said discriminatory. <laughs> I, <laughs> I should, don't know why you didn't. Because it
1: because it almost sounds like too. Uh, no, it was discriminatory. The original band seemed very much discriminatory, right. but then I also compare it with like. Obama's travel bans that were in place on some Muslim nations when he was in office and I'm just thinking what the difference may be I don't want to apply too much quote unquote fake news to our sensitive 45 because I know how he gets he
0: has a lot of feelings and if
1: he ever listens to this episode I don't want a tweet coming out about me
0: Mm Mhm. And your bloody face. And
1: my bloody face. because to <laughs> talk a my... about,
0: about that bloody face? Yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> uh, no, you know what? Teaser. Let's do the bloody face in a second. Okay. I want to stick on the. Because, all right, just tail ending out of that very sad story mm-hmm. that you um, made us all aware of. Mm-hmm. Is this next happening discrimination? I wonder. A man by the name of Michael Reed. Okay. Took his car. Uh Uh-huh. I believe it was a Dodge Dart. Not sure what year.
0: Okay. So Dodge is a very white car.
1: Okay. Is it?
0: I I don't know. I just assumed Dodge (laughs) or a white car.
1: Fair enough. Okay. (laughs)
0: Because, like, us Asians, like, our you know, Toyotas and Hondas. Oh,
1: yeah. I know how you are. Not supporting the American economy. That's what you're doing? Absolutely. Great. Great. (laughs) (laughs) unbelievable (laughs) Uh, he was being sarcastic (laughs)
0: though if you didn't notice that
1: uh, he slammed his dodge dart Mm -hmm. into a new monument that was established uh, just like 24 hours before Okay, uh, on the grounds of the state capital for Arkansas that is Little Rock if you know your geography I
0: do do know Little Rock that's where uh, Sir Clinton is from that's
1: right Mr. mr william Bill-
0: mr william clinton
1: he slammed his car into this monument shattering it into pieces the monument was a granite slab uh-huh. that outlined verbatim uh-huh. the ten commandments oh so Bible. he did a moses he pulled a moses
0: so for those of you who don't know <laughs> moses when he first got the ten commandments in mount sinai from mm-hmm. god himself like was came down after he got the 10 commandments and he saw people he was up there for a minute like he was there for a while yeah he was chilling and so people got kind of restless and were just being you know just heathenous and like gross in biblical terms i guess picking like their were, noses well you know just like having a lot of sex and like being you know restless and worshipping other gods that wasn't their god God's a jealous uh, god Yeah God's I don't a jealous like that. Yeah he don't like that um it's more complicated than that but okay <laughs> no, i'm just like no think, we did this i know we've already we did this. this
1: on episode <laughs> jealous in a good way
0: yeah it's not it's not
1: go back to episode number two if you want to know <laughs> was it two it was two, two or, or three, three or listen to early. both of the first two
0: um, i'm like it's more complicated than that i need to stick true to my christian values <laughs> fair enough um this is gonna get good <laughs> um but uh so he got really upset and there was like a big like uh, idol of Baal, which is like um a, 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 a god that they that they were worshiping, and he took Moses took the Ten Commandments and like threw it and like shattered the Ten Commandments. If you watch uh, that Ten Commandments movie that happens like every year on TV, there's a, a good video depiction of that. It's it's a, for... Is
1: It's it that Charleston Heston? Yeah, one? the Charleston Heston. Okay. Thing. Um.
0: So he did a Moses.
1: So he did a Moses. He shattered this thing, and as he's driving the car, it is. Recorded as he's driving okay. to, to the monument, and he is yelling, freedom. 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 Repeatedly says freedom as he slams I his car into I have so many questions. It. Will it help you to know that this gentleman also did a similar action in Oklahoma uh-huh. uh, in 2014 when they erected a... Four thousand eight hundred pound monument on the Capitol grounds. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry, in twenty twelve and in twenty fourteen he rammed uh, into that monument as well.
0: And what monument was that?
1: It was something related to I don't I don't well, know exactly. It was exactly. a religious. It was monument. a religious monument. And so his thing and what he has said is that uh, I'm a firm believer that for our salvation we are not only. All right, sorry.
0: Salvation I'm, equals freedom. That's a, that's the
1: synonym oh is it yeah oh okay um i'm a firm believer that for our salvation we not only have faith in jesus christ but we also obey the the commands of god and that we confess jesus as lord but one thing i do not support is the violation of our constitutional right to have the freedom that's guaranteed to us that guarantees uh, guarantees us the separation of church and state because no one religion should the government represent
0: Okay, so I did not know that whole part of the story.
1: He's a Christian, identifies as such. So he's basically me. He's mm-hmm. like
0: that is 1000% what I believe.
1: Yeah. He rammed this sucker down because he felt like there's my there's no place for it. my capital should not have No. This monument. Well, what, <gasps> That's what so but, interesting. but the monument was privately funded. Not through the state.
0: Sure, but there's representation like when you walk through your state capital. And you see, and it's probably by a Capitol building, a government building. Hmm. At first, I was like, this is, when you first told me about this, I am like, this is definitely a hate crime. Like, yeah. you're, you're doing something hateful against, like, the Christian community, because a hate crime, the definition of a hate crime.
1: The headline reads like that. Yeah, the
0: ha- definition of a hate crime is a crime motivated by racial, sexual, or other prejudice, typically one involving some sort of violence, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, it's a, this is a prejudice to Christians. Like, you could, you could right. think that, right? Yeah. Um,
1: 140 characters that that reads clear
0: yeah but then when you read that he himself identifies Mm -hmm. as a person who believes in jesus and christianity and all those different things and salvation is like freedom in in god right Mm -hmm. your freedom is found in god not in of things yeah and then there's freedom of like being able to live free in a country um yeah i this is not a hate crime like this is not a hate crime I know we were like talking about him, just like this is definitely a hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
1: it's not a hate crime. It's not. It's 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 a good crime because because it, it sounds like it sounds like he's uh, attacking, but from his point of view, he's defending. He's, he's defending the constitution, right? He's
0: like, I believe in the Ten Commandments. From what I'm, I'm putting words in his mouth right now, but from That's what, what right. I'm from what I'm reading, he's he's saying, I believe in the Ten Commandments, and I believe what it. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in all all the tenets of Christianity. Mm-hmm. But I also believe that that my Christianity should is not and should not trump anybody else's religious freedom, and it should and I should impose that in my government spaces because we have we should be separating church from state. Yeah. In our decision making, in our I wonder who he voted for.
1: I like do I've, you?
0: Like I wonder like what his stance are on like pro life pro choice. I wonder what his stance is on like. Um, capital punishment those kinds of things yeah
1: maybe he i i'm not i'm I'm just curious
0: i mean i don't know if that makes a difference but sure what i
1: think they found him responsible only to the point in 2014 when he did the thing in oklahoma Mm -hmm. they said his he was off his medication and he's schizophrenic uh schizophrenia yeah and so they were like oh he like wasn't fully himself Con, you know, conscious of what he was mm-hmm. doing when he did that monument smashing, he did it again now, mm-hmm. and so I don't know what they're gonna do. So um, interesting, but you can, t- you can you yeah. can tell like when he's when he gives the statement and he's it's a very like,
0: coherent statement, yeah.
1: But he's yelling freedom on this video as he's recording himself doing Dude, this, tight. so he looks you know, kind like, of he's kind a of, radical, but yeah. in a way that's like not. It, you can tell something's not conscious, right. like he's doing this thing just, a, but. Mike Huckabee comes out and says Oh Mike Huckabee Yeah he's like some idiot in my Home state Went and drove this thing into Ten Commandments monument. You are not Moses and this is not Mount Sinai So he basically
0: (laughs) Took my story and just tried to be like You're not Moses And then some
1: other person on Twitter comes out and says Some idiot in my home state Erected a religious monument On my state capitol grounds Yeah and to your point, I agree. I think, why are we letting a private citizen, donor, contributor, fund a religious... Re- if someone from that community who is a Muslim mm-hmm. donates $4 million, right. I'm just throwing out a number, right, to have some version of something from the Quran, mm-hmm. erected in granite. Is
0: everyone okay with that?
1: How's Arkansas going to do with that?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm just wondering.
0: Alex, you you make some wonderful points that I think you should tweet to Mike Huckabee. <laughs> I think you should let If Mike I Huckabee...
1: knew what a tweet was... Alex, <laughs> you have a Twitter.
0: I mean, I we we're just struggling for you to get there. Now. I will... You know <laughs> what?
1: I will tweet... Uh, I will actually tweet that to Mike Huckabee after this episode and say, Hey, I'm just curious... What, 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 if this was from the Quran, would you If he responds,
0: do? just screenshot it and we'll he post it He won't respond. He might. You don't know Maybe his,
1: his daughter will and just say, uh, like, this crap came out yesterday <laughs> and it's fake.
0: I wonder... That's true. Oh, it's Sarah, right? That's her name? Sarah, Sarah Huckabee? Yeah, Sarah. The deputy... Um, what's his face? That's deputy. That cross. granite
1: is some really nice granite.
0: It, granite is expensive Did and very hard question? to maintain.
1: It is. That's a very nice really? picture. Um, but anyway... That's that's uh, something that happened. I just thought it was an interesting study of our religious freedoms.
0: Oh, who has their volume up? That was that was uh, Alex's
1: Moving volume. Moving on. <laughs> do you want to talk about the face? The Ugh. the face tweet? Let's Speaking talk about, of?
0: Yeah, let's talk about the face.
1: Do, do you remember exactly the yeah, I, language? I can, yeah, I can do let's that. Let's just read the tweet that came out this morning.
0: All right. So this morning, our... You know, I'm just going to say, our dumbass of a president, 45, um, posted, I heard poorly... Again, the grammar is terrible. I know it's a a tweet, but like...
1: It's not... It's the best grammar, okay? It's the (laughs) best grammar. There's never been better grammar than what we're about to have.
0: I'm dying a little bit on the inside. Okay, here we go. Um, I I heard poorly rated at morning underscore Joe. Morning Joe, which is a CNN... Morning show mm-hmm. speaks badly of me. Parentheses don't watch anymore. Close parentheses. Then, how come low IQ crazy Mika allowed this with along with Psycho Joe came? <laughs> dot dot dot. That was the first tweet. Also, when you end a tweet with came, like that, that, that just sounds sexual. I'll take but it anyhow. out of context. Can you take it out of context. So, the second tweet goes came, dot, 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 to mar three nights in a row around New Year's Eve, and instead of joining me, period, she was bleeding badly from a facelift. I said no. Compre- reading comprehension-wise, what did you comprehend from that?
1: All right. At first glance, mm-hmm. it looked like uh, a very crude comment around... Uh, menstruation
0: he has, he has an obsession Of women right. bleeding
1: Right I mean that's where my mind took it But then I was like Okay Facelift So you're Commenting on Her surgery Her a Supposed alleged surgery For mm-hmm. a facelift And the results of that Leaving Some blood Right I've never had a facelift Neither I don't know anyone who has So I, I yeah. can't speak to that Right I'd like to think he's been around people who've had facelifts yeah if not himself i don't know he anyway i won't let's just not i'll just not
0: i don't think anything would fix that face anyway yeah (laughs) he's
1: he's but i I feel like putting someone out there on front street Mm -hmm. in a tweet like that says more about you than it does about them and to defend the president's comments though sean hannity no i'm i'm not but sean hannity did from Fox News, uh-huh. and he said, "Well, may- if Joe and Mika don't mm-hmm. like it, maybe they should stop calling him a liar, uh, mentally unhinged, and some other things." And I'm thinking, so you mean she-
0: accurate statements? That's right. Like. <laughs> he is lying, and he is unhinged. He he's j- mentally unstable. He's.
1: We've been saying this since he ran in the first place, and the thing that gets me is he remember when they were like he can't be presidential he doesn't have the temperament yeah and he went up there and pretended like look i have the temperament and he walked in with his chin up Mm -hmm. and just very uh you know just erect in his posture and he just came in and he nodded to the right and he nodded to the left and he just kept his mouth shut he said look i'm acting like a president it reminded me of when a kid goes to like the holiday uh-huh. get-together with the family, and yeah. they try to pretend like they can sit at the, the big table. But they can't. And like, look. <laughs> like they're, we're, they're t-
0: wearing a suit that's a little too big for them. Yeah, yes. And he's st- Oh,
1: golly. As he a, doesn't
0: have well-tailored suits, by the way. He
1: needs tapered sleeves yeah. for his smaller wrists. Small,
0: yeah, smaller hands.
1: Exactly. <laughs> but he... Uh, what gets me the most mad about this mm-hmm. is not the sexist undertones. Sure. Is not... The language Necessarily What gets me so upset Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Is that you're watching The news Mm -hmm. The daytime morning news Mm -hmm. On TV Right. You are the president of the United States You have nothing else to do You have all the power in the world We're talking about potential war with Syria Mm -hmm. We're talking about missiles We're talking about relations with Asian Mm -hmm. uh, Countries Countries, And you're in here Getting upset that someone
0: said something took bad offense about you. to
1: you. Yeah, and now you're tweeting out about that. You are we? Is this Mean Girls? Like
0: I. So there's definitely that. Like, what is? What are you doing? Are like also part of me is like, please go and play golf. I don't want you to be pre- like I, I don't want like you to be present. Play Just be. Golf. Yeah, I want I. I think of Hassan Minhaj. I'm sorry, Hassan Minaj saying in the White House. No, thank you for that. What.
1: I, I always said Hasan Minhaj. Yes, Hasan Minaj. Okay. If you
0: if you watch, have you watched Homecoming King? Mm-mm. Oh my God, we I need want to watch Homecoming King. <laughs>
1: if we watch Homecoming King, will you also watch Dear Zindagi? With you, yes. 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 Check that out on Netflix.
0: All right, the, we'll we'll get it done. Okay. But anywho, um, both those things, y'all should watch it if you haven't if you haven't watched it. Um, so uh, Hasan Minhaj says uh, Hasan Minhaj says that um, you know. Stop complaining that he's golfing, that means he's not being president. Let him just go golf, go golf, and look terrible in your golf polo and weird, not fitted pants and cap. Just do what you gotta do. Do you
1: see that Kim Jong un? Uh. Uh, uh, That is not tactful. I'm sorry, that is you did that the first time, and (laughs) now,
0: anytime someone says his name. That is what I do and is so disrespectful, even it's, though he's not like a nice person.
1: I so. know, but did you hear what he said about Trump? What did he say? He said uh, something to the effect of, that guy's unstable. Wait, wait, <laughs> said, wait, 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 wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Kim Jong-un Ooh,
1: said, that guy... ...is unstable.
0: All right, y'all. I feel like we should end it right there because I don't even know what to say. That should <laughs> say a
1: lot. That should say everything if, if, he's, if he's making that kind of uh, perception of our Jesus. president. So at this point, let me ask you. Okay. Ask me. We have said months prior, a lot of people have said, yeah, but his vice president is more dangerous. Yeah. At this point, are you still... Uh, are you on this dog and pony show or are you ready to unleash the pants?
0: I'm, I kind of want to say something as drastic as Johnny Depp. Do you hear what Johnny Depp said? No. He said that he was like ready to like kill the president.
1: When did, this, when did he like, say this? Like
0: recently, maybe like a week or two ago. Well. Um, and the secret service is kind of involved with all of those things. So I'm not going to go to that extreme, but like. I want to do everything in my power to have Trump stay where he is. Like Mm -hmm. he can do what he's doing because he's the tomfoolery is only going to help us in the midterms. I would hope in two years when we're thinking about, Mm -hmm. when we're thinking about not two years, it'll be next year. um, When we're thinking about, you know, the senators and the representatives that we need to be elected in the midterms so that we could flip the house and the, the Senate so that it could be... Dear God. Because I think that's what needs to happen because him 45 going away is not going to help us because you have Pence and the rest of, you know, the dark... The peanut gallery. The peanut gallery that's going to be involved. Yeah. And, you know, we, there's there's that one show about, like, um, Designated Survivor. It's a show that's on ABC, and it's about Kiefer Sutherland, Jack Bauer. mm mm-hmm. um, It was a Designated Survivor during the State of the Union... Because you know, you need one person to stay behind while the president, everybody is in one place. That's the best time to like bomb something, right? Okay. And so the premise of the show is like it gets bombed. So like the president, the vice president, everybody is dead. And so the designated survivor becomes
1: the is president. That a play on the designated driver title? I don't like, maybe awfully close. That and is that's awfully a, close. That's, that's Like weird. a wicked joke, if that's <laughs> what that is. Um, but, like,
0: I don't want that to happen either because half of his cabinet is dumb as rocks on what they're supposed to be doing, right? And so yeah. I just, like, I think right now, s- stick with the dog and pony show because then let's flip the House and Senate because there's a possibility that there could be a, that a judge, uh, a Supreme Court justice might retire early. Um, and so, like, I think it's Justice Roberts that has been toying with it and so that means i know so that means means, he just got there i know he's young too he just got is it justice roberts
1: yeah the bush administration
0: yeah but i mean okay
1: hey you know what if i were him i'd be done too
0: i mean with what what's been going on um Okay. But anyway, um, some some people have been like saying that he might yeah. step down or hey. someone might step down. So there is a possibility. Hope Benedict
1: of... did it. Why can't you? Right. Go ahead. Um,
0: and so uh, he's 62. So I don't think he's going anytime. I think he looks healthy and stuff. But you, you just never know with, you mm-hmm. know, we got Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That's, you know. RGB. RGB. The, the notorious RGB. I'm down with it. I know. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, I just, I rather just stick to the dog and pony show at this point and flip flip the house and senate for our favor hopefully for our favor
1: it's so hard every day to wake up in this america i I just i
0: I will say it is so nice to wake up in the bubble that we're in oh yeah because i can have conversations with you and with my other friends and be like look how effed up this is and have like camaraderie and like live this together but I can't imagine being in the middle of nowhere in Arkansas dealing with this. It's just tough.
1: <laughs> I guess I... No, I definitely see where your point is, and mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense uh, strategically. Right. And I'd like to... I just... Yeah, maybe having Pence in a position of power would be too much authority that we'd have to take seriously, so he could just... yeah, Because that I would think be, people
0: took bush too seriously oh for sure because i mean as much as he was not the smartest dude but like you know him and cheney were moving things around and doing for things sure. that were not helpful for right. the community because he was doing the right political he was playing the right, right. political game and trump rather, gets in his way right. trump gets trump, in his own way trump is not playing the political game right i think at the end of the day i think it's funny uh, john bludgeon said it best i see melania's campaign to end cyberbullying is off to a slow start yeah so, and I it's, mean...
1: And it's not... And he's, what, better. 71 now? He's 71 years old. Yeah. It's at the point where this guy has been living under so much privilege and... Oozing
0: with privilege. Uh,
1: yeah, and just, like, notoriety mm-hmm. and fame. I mean, he's a ham. Mm-hmm. And that's not a... And I don't mean that in a uh, derogatory way. I mean, like, he's just good at show business. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's what you thing. have to do. Yeah. But... It's to the point now where he'll never have a reflective bone in his body. Like, there's no one who can show him, who's close to him, that Mm -hmm. the tweet that you sent out, this tweet, other tweets, things that you've done, hurt not just people directly, but Mm. your image and the fabric of the country you represent are a little bit frayed because of this. And do you see why you're responsible? I've never seen him take responsibility for things
0: he never has i don't think he ever will except
1: he'll take credit for things but he won't take responsibility for things he'll never admit he's wrong
0: and that's that is a problem with this administration they're not going to admit when they're wrong
1: did you see when sarah huckabee was confronted by that reporter who said he she was basically saying that the media had been slewing so much spewing so much fake news Mm -hmm. that the president has felt attacked and that's why so he's, he's it's your justified. fault. So
0: he's justified. He's justified to yes. do what he's doing.
1: Basically saying it is the media's fault for all of the things that are happening. Because there was a report by, I guess, Washington Post someone. I don't remember which news media. But it was a, it was a large company. And they ran a story on Trump and Russia. Mm-hmm. And it turned out to be fabricated in some respects. Ooh. So they retracted so the story. So it's was actually fake news. It was actually fake news. <laughs> yeah. So they had to retract it and... They put an apology on their website or in publishing. Did they fire the reporters? And they fired the three journalists okay. who put the thing together. Mm-hmm. So they did everything they could to pull it back and say, hey, this thing was a mistake. Right. And a reporter within the press briefing mm-hmm. said, hey, if we can do this in our jobs, because this is our job to get things mm-hmm. accurate. And right. when we don't get it accurate...
0: We apologize, we move forward. We need yeah. to own
1: up. Yeah. And how come our current administration and president don't seem to be able to do that? And then she just spun it right back and says, well, because you all have made up, it's not just this story, but so many other stories and to her, to her credit. And I will say this when I do see something that is a mistake about the Russia scandal. Mm -hmm. And I hear so much about the Russia scandal. Mm -hmm. You could tell me anything. And I, would not know how to fact check Yeah
0: you, this as, as a public as, yeah. And yeah, she, no. she
1: said Like the sources you're talking about These unnamed sources Yeah Every morning when I listen to The updates on what's going on Right It's unnamed sources Or other things Yeah I, honest,
0: I honestly think it's people Within his administration Just, just
1: Well yeah That's just, what it's supposed to be yeah. yeah Yeah The people closer to the situation So when you hear about them saying We're stressed out because of The leaks mm-hmm. That are happening Uh Are they really stressed out and are there a lot of leaks Mm -hmm. did we you know are we hearing some made up leaks and they're not sure who it is so like
0: you know what would be funny if the leak was uh spice 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 dog
1: and then he's just playing this big ruse where he acts like he's nervous and stressed out i'm gonna say i'm
0: gonna say it on record
1: you think it's spice i think it's spicer and he got a promotion he's going to director of communications now which is funny
0: which is so funny.
1: It's ironic. It's it's actually he's what Alanis Morissette Ziegler. would call, or er, ironic.
0: Yes, he, she would call it that. He's Toby be, Ziegler. He's going to be Toby Ziegler. I've been watching a lot of the West Wing because when I get sad about our, our country, mm-hmm. I watch the West Wing to make myself feel better. Speaking
1: of West Wing, uh-huh. do you listen to On Being podcast? I do not. For anyone out there who has not listened to Krista Tippett on On Being, okay. she just interviewed Martin Sheen, President Bartlett. <gasps> Pre-
0: Yes, mm-hmm. Josiah Bartlett.
1: Yes, and his real name is Ramon. What? Yeah, and so many other things I learned about him. He's a fascinating human being. And I did he not has know.
0: fascinating children.
1: Yes, and only one of them is mentioned. Emilio comes up.
0: Uh, Emilio is my favorite. He's great. Because Mighty Ducks one, two and three.
1: That and was it Garbage Men they were in together? And, he was a Garbage Man. And he was
0: in The Outsiders.
1: Was he, was... he in The Outsiders? He was Ponyboy? Boy.
0: I think he no was, no he was in he was in the outsiders I'm okay
1: sure. there were a lot of cool people in the outsiders wasn't rob lowe in the outsiders he was such a crew but um martin sheen is a really awesome guy and he is he has been very politically active in his own personal life for a long time and his stories about mother Teresa and helping the poor Ooh. and all these things i mean he is he's one of my new heroes uh martin sheen wow in a way like i would aspire to be as open-hearted as this guy has been during his lifetime but anyway krista tippett amazing interviewer and she uh received the medal of freedom from president obama in his final year when he was giving the medals out to like yeah. michael jordan kareem and tom hanks she and ellen why
0: why did we get ours
1: krista <laughs> no
0: we didn't do anything
1: yeah he need you can need <laughs> get up on it man get up <laughs> on it so krista tippett um, did an interview with martin sheen president bartlett west wing great great show yeah amazing show but anyway, that's what uh, that's what happened lately, and the there's a
0: lot of sad stuff we talked about. I say we ended off with Beyonce, always.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that, and her husband. We have other news on him coming up yeah, later. Coming up later. Yeah,
0: because you know let's let's not ex- spoil yeah. let's not spoil yeah. it for the They're rest sad of about the- Jay Z too. <laughs> <laughs> Can we always say his name like that? You have to. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, head on to the next por- portion uh, of, of our game. Dribble.
1: All
0: right, so let's start talking about the dribbling section because there's so much that's happened.
1: It is a whirlwind. It
0: is. A, it has been a whirlwind. There's um, obviously been. Um, what what we would like to call the first ever NBA Awards uh, that was televised <laughs> on TNT, hosted by Drake. Oh,
1: yes. Not the first ever. Well, yeah, it was... It was
0: the first ever, like, award show about it. Televised, yeah. Uh, it was televised. Um, really it was cool. a little... Drake did a good job. Um, he was really funny. Naturally. People made some funny jokes about... Um, Stephen Rogers. A. Smith made some jokes about, did he really write those jokes, or did he have a ghostwriter? So that was <laughs> that was really funny. Um, the, I mean, the NBA awards, as far as like who won MVP, Russell Westbrook. Um, let me see what what are some of the other like NBA award related yeah, stuff. Um, 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 let's let's see. see NBA award winners uh, for 2017. We had Russell Westbrook for MVP. Um, we had. Where did
1: my thing go? I just had that up. Um. Oh. Yeah. We
0: had Draymond Green for Defensive Player of the Year. Most Improved Player, Giannis Anatecumbo. Um
1: Six-man award, Eric Gordon of the Houston Rockets. Yes.
0: Uh, Rookie of the Year, Malcolm Bro- Brogdon. He was a uh, second round and like, 50-some pick, and he won Rookie of the Year. It's
1: not Joel Embiid. Nope. Um, 31 games was not enough.
0: Yes. Coach of the Year, Mike D'Antoni, which you called. Um yeah, you called that well deserved. Very well deserved.
1: Executive of the year, Bob, Bob Myers, Golden State Warriors.
0: I mean, shocker, sh- shocker! You have a stacked team, anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, you put those contracts together like a pro.
0: <laughs> he did. Uh, Sportsmanship award goes to Kemba Walker uh, of the Charlotte Hornets. Um, and there's some other awards. Sager Strong Award, Monty Williams, which we talked about last week. It was that was such a such a sweet moment. Because um, mm-hmm. I watched the whole show and it was, again, it was a little choppy and clunky, but um, first award. But show. it was a first award show. Um, my favorite part of the whole award show, there was so my favorite part and the most like part that I hated. I can tell. I can say both of them because I watched them. Mm-hmm. My favorite part was the lifetime achievement award given to Bill Russell. Bill Russell, yeah. Um, who was uh, a center mm-hmm. for the Lakers, right? Mm-hmm no Celtics oh my, oh, my goodness. god no you know why because I was, I was talking about Kareem Kareem and introduced him that's why yeah fair my bad, enough my bad we'll my give bad. you a pass <laughs> um so and he was
1: the first uh, black coach in the NBA
0: I did not know that because he
1: was a player coach for the Celtics
0: oh wow back
1: when you did that
0: yes that, that's when you did so he so all like some the living legends of, of the centers were up there um um who are the people that were up there? I'm trying to try to uh, remember.
1: We had Dekime Matumbo. Right.
0: Um, a uh, Shaq, mm-hmm. Kareem.
1: Alonzo Morning. A-
0: yes, Alonzo Mourning, and uh gosh, what's his face from Patrick Ewing. Patrick
1: Ewing. All the Georgetown guys.
0: Yeah, so like the big name centers that we all know as like big name centers um came up and they presented this lifetime I'm just achievement gonna award. qualify
1: this because i feel like someone will take offense shaq did not go to georgetown he didn't know <laughs> i just want to be clear yeah
0: the, but but I, the others but the others did I, except for all,
1: kareem kareem did not go to georgetown where did kareem go I, he might have been ucl i'll look it up keep look, going you look it
0: up so they all come they present it um um, Sir Bill Russell walks walks through. He has a cane. It's like he's super adorable. Um, he they give him the award and he takes the award. He has his cane. He gives the award to somebody, I think, at the point, and he just points at all of them. Like he just looks at them, points at all of them, and goes and kick all your asses. <laughs> and I'm just like, yes. Everything about, about this makes me so happy. And like they all are laughing still and, got and yeah, like he's still like sharp as a tack like just and he had a very short speech like it wasn't very long i mean he's also old and fairly frail he for he, sure he was walking um years of, and he played slowly. he
1: played in the days when people had shoes that were just made out of rubber like right on the bo- like no shock absorption really yeah. and he has
0: hum- he has 11 rings
1: 11 yeah it's, it's a lot it's a lot that's that's almost an entire career i mean Players don't even play that many years. Yeah. Most of them. Yeah. Uh, Kareem did go to UCLA. Good job. So
0: But yeah, so I mean the, the NBA Awards so that was like my favorite part. And I think I think Drake was pretty funny. Like throughout like Drake Drake was being Drake kid in his feelings and things like that. It was funny. I, I enjoyed it. He had so many costume changes. The most <laughs> awkward part of the NBA Awards was Nicki Minaj. She was there. She was the would performance.
1: What'd she do? What did Nicki do?
0: Okay, so just to give some backstory, everyone knows about this Sheetha record from Remy Ma that like obliter- obliterated
1: Nicki, Nicki Minaj,
0: yeah. Um, and so the BET Awards were the day before; it was on Sunday, mm-hmm. um, and Remy Ma won like rap hip, female hip hop rap artist. Good for Remy. Um, Nicki was part of the nominees, but Nicki wasn't there because Nicki's like everyone tuned into the NBA Awards, which I'm all about. So Nikki did her, like, her, her, uh, her uh, what's the, her response to the Sheether album mm-hmm. um, in the NBA Awards. It was not, it was so uh, awkward. All of it, I was just like, these are, they're players and their players' mothers uh, are here. We don't need to see all of that. Uh, it was like, if you looked at Twitter, everyone was just like, what's happening? What it doing? was just, 2 chains performed, which was fun. They did, like, a 2 Chainz, uh, Nikki thing. And she All just right. she just looked so out of place. Well, she just did not look like she looked like she was performing at the BET Awards, and it just
1: wasn't the BET. Awards. It wasn't the BET Awards. You did you know you were at a different award show, right? <laughs> did now?
0: you know that you were at the NBA Awards?
1: Well, at least we're talking about it, and so that means that it caught people's attention. And if that's what you want, then mission accomplished.
0: Right, but I I, I still want to say Remy Ma still wins, will always win. I will never want to be on her bad side ever in life, uh, because when Remy accepted her award she like thanked everybody her boo and all and people at the correction facility that she was at because she was Aww. which was like great Aww. um and then and then she just rips another new one to nikki and i was just like oh she did that on oh, the oh she was petty as hell
1: i want to thank this mm. fake ass no, no no she
0: rapped like she like she spit she spit words she spit verses against nikki
1: during the, the
0: her acceptance speech
1: her speech was also a rap?
0: Yeah. Like she she talked, like, thanks, my husband, thank the corrections, all these different people. Uh, and then she's <laughs> like, and also, and the way she ended was. She dropped was, bars. She dropped bars. Oh. She dropped the mic, as the kids may say. It was lit.
1: Hey, look, look, <laughs> I'm offering my services right now mm-hmm. as someone who's done a fair number of conflict mediations in mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. Remy, Nikki. Mm
0: hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm.
1: If you're listening, or people who know them, Mm -hmm. I'm offering to have a sit-down. Just an hour.
0: You just want Nikki to give you a lap dance. (laughs)
1: Look, my payment for services is neither here nor there (laughs) i don't talk about any retribution for anything i do this out of the goodness of my heart right because
0: you're such a such a job i'm
1: giving Mm -hmm. to make this world a little more inclusive Mm -hmm. and open and this hostility of Mm -hmm. bars Mm -hmm. back Mm -hmm. and forth this is no one no one deserves this
0: um i i uh want to say that um please continue the pettiness remy i'm here for it
1: I'm I love one thousand percent. She's she's really good. I can't take anything. Both of them are great lyricists. I take, but Remy m- actually writes her songs. Okay, so I like, wasn't gonna <laughs> say it. I was just, I was like, I'm gonna leave that aside.
0: Remy doesn't yeah. have a ghostwriter. But anywho, um, but yeah. the NBA awards, back to uh, that was the awkward part of yeah, the no. NBA awards. I would I would say the most awkward part. Um, but it was everything was you know to be expected. All the awards that were given out, like I think,
1: well, except the rookie. I, I did oh, not Oh really? Know. Yeah. Well,
0: I thought he was gonna
1: get it. He had a good year, but like Joel for the for the games that Joel played, mm. outstanding. I yeah. mean, cur, uh, like Hakeem Olajuwon, like in his footwork and mm. his agility and sure. his his variety of scoring techniques, right. defensive presence, and all that. Malcolm Brogdon had a great year. Just he played more games, and but he was not as dominant as joel anyway i'll just say he deserves it and Mm -hmm. joel didn't play that many games so i understand
0: and uh and maybe i wanted and i thought he was gonna win i mean his numbers were good obviously otherwise he wouldn't have been in the running but um i also like an underdog doing well like no one Thought he was going to be anything, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. and he talked about it in his speech, like it's like hard work pays off, and so
1: good for him. And and you know what? Shout out to one of the players who got nominated in two categories, Rudy Gobert mm-hmm. of the Jazz, center for the Jazz, came up short in the Most Improved Player and Defensive Player of the Year, yeah. but the, he is super young he is a wee tot, yeah and he is going to be something outstanding in the years to come
0: and you know we needed to give draymond his defensive player of the year because he didn't kick as many nuts this year so we got to give him props where props is due yeah
1: he definitely uh kept the rocket action to a minimum yeah, this to year a minimum and just did straight up defense the way it should be played Kawhi was nominated again but didn't make it three years in a row for the award and draymond told us you know early on he wanted this award And And also
0: today is Kawhi's birthday. Is it really? It really is. Happy birthday! I follow way too many basketball Instagrams that keeps on saying happy birthday to Kawhi. So I always that's how I know
1: he's he's an amazing talent. Uh, Russell Westbrook speech for his brother. Oh man, that was so endearing. He's he's on another level of favorite for me. Like I really love Brody. He's he's an outstanding player, but a, a really cool guy.
0: And I would say he looked the best of all of the players. Um, as far as the outfits were concerned, if we're if we're talking what did fashion, you think of
1: his outfit? I
0: thought it was really classic, very simple. That's and what I, I was surprised and, by. But he made it funky with his glasses that he wore. He wore these like I'm Yoko Ono, John Lennon, like yeah. you know glasses that were, which was kind of fun. Um, very classy. but, And I think the worst dress was Raymond Green.
1: Uh, with that teal. Color? The,
0: I didn't mind the teal. He wore shorts.
1: Oh, I didn't see the lower half. Yeah.
0: It was like, it was a, well, tailored short. It just didn't.
1: No, but that's Draymond.
0: It's, it, it's a hundred percent him. I just didn't. It's, I also think i was just to so kick. not interested in him, but I'm just like, uh, well, yeah, that's could, probably why I think he's worse. Because he's a
1: little extra, but he's like, look, I need maximum range of motion for kicking. If true, that comes true. to it, I need to be able the to. The shoe
0: game, everyone's shoe game was on point though. Of course. Nice kicks. Not like it's.
1: You can't show up in some kids. Yeah, you can't on this thing.
0: But yeah, so NBA Awards was fun. Um, I had fun live tweeting it uh, for, for the folks yeah. who were following. Good job. Um, yeah, it was a fun time. But then, obviously, after this was... Was it after or before the draft happened? The draft happened the, last week.
1: The draft happened before this, I believe.
0: Was it the Thursday before? Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. It was Thursday. Oh, yeah. Yes, it was, because... I was very upset. The draft was not that exciting as far as, like, the first set of picks, as far as one, two, three, were concerned. Nothing was surprising. Um, yeah. LeVar Ball is still incredibly annoying. LeVar Ball is, for those of you who don't know, Lonzo Ball's dad. Um, um, when Lonzo Ball was drafted to the Lakers, number two, right? I think he was a number yeah, two Yeah, number two to the Lakers. To the Lakers. Yeah. Um, Lavar Ball, brought a put a hat on, the big baller hat with mm-hmm. the Lakers colors. Yeah. And when when asked when they made when he made the big baller hat with the Lakers colors, you know what he said?
1: He said, "I I, I willed it into being. I've been predicting this for years." And then they asked, mm-hmm. "When did you predict this?"
0: No, when did you make the hat?
1: Oh, when did you make the hat? Right. The hat. And he because... said, "Go ahead."
0: He said. When he was born. Yeah,
1: I love it. I love that.
0: I don't. <laughs> I I'm so that. annoyed. Because you know why I think of, so, you know, in the field of education, oftentimes they talk about this whole idea of helicopter parents, and Lavar Ball is the helicopter parent that went to work with heli- your kid.
1: He's Air Force One of he, he is, helicopter He parents. is hovering. He's. But no, oh. here's what I'll say, though i've been watching this family Mm -hmm. as he does his spinning Mm -hmm. and lonzo does his playing Mm -hmm. and this is not something that they're shying away from like the pressure of this like lonzo i think understands that his target the target on his back is larger because of his father oh
0: absolutely
1: he's already said and magic johnson has echoed We have new leadership on the Lakers. He's looking to Lonzo as a leader. Like, people are inflating his importance so greatly, and he is not shying away from it. I am
0: excited to watch that first game, and I hope someone kicks him a new one.
1: I'm going to go out on a limb and predict something that might come back to, you know, make me look silly. But I think Lonzo actually has the potential to be a really outstanding player in the league to the the tune of, like, 18 and 10 assists, Mm -hmm. you know? but his dad when he appeared on WWE wrestling that for me was the moment when i said yes absolutely what this guy you need to explain that further. i will say because to this point he's all talk right but everything has happened his way the big baller shoes mm-hmm. that he put out for 495 right off the bat he had 5000 orders yeah and he only makes a profit on those. Right. There's no like paying there's back. No any, man. Yeah, there's no middleman. Yeah, there's nothing. That's why it costs four hundred ninety five yeah. dollars. Yeah. And it's it's such a smart business move. Then you say he's gonna be a Laker, gonna be a Laker, gonna be he becomes a Laker. You go on WWE, you take your shirt off, and by the way, not not a bad physique. Like he's held it together for a former player. Sure. And he goes out there and shows it all. So this guy is like I'll talk and walk. And to, I don't
0: disagree yeah. with any of that.
1: It's a lot to listen to.
0: It's so annoying.
1: But I'll tell you what. I'm
0: so over it.
1: <laughs> it's in a way where you can tell because of the smirk on his face when he's... He knows what he's saying is salacious. Oh, yeah. 100%. But, and it's all for fun. Like, does he believe it or doesn't he believe it? It's all in his face.
0: Yeah. and it's So today I was talking to someone and I was just like... So, uh, DJ Khaled, very famous on Snapchat. I'm explaining all this to you because I know you do, you're not on Snapchat. I
1: know. Yeah, no. And so,
0: no. DJ Khaled has a son, Asad,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who is an executive producer for every music thing that he's produced because DJ Khaled wants to set up his son up for success. Um, so it's, the it's the keys. It's the keys. It's the keys to success. So, there's DJ Khaled mm-hmm. and there's LaVar Ball. Yeah. Okay? DJ Khaled... If you see his Snapchats, he's like, Asad, you're you're amazing. You have the world at your fingertips. You're wonderful. All these different things, right? right? He like uplifts his son in a way it's so sweet to like see because Mm -hmm. it's coming from an incredibly genuine place. That's what, like, as much and it's super corny. Super duper corny, okay. But it's coming from this very genuine place. You have to see the videos to understand it. Our yeah, listeners I, I, understand I, it. You,
1: well, I, no, I think DJ Khaled is an amazing uh, father, and his social media presence is nothing but positive and super exhausting. positive. And that's
0: yeah. and so and it's coming from and so that's his brand, right? Let's yeah. call that his He's brand. He's a great coach, yeah. Right, and so he his he is having his son be executive producer for these like for the for Shining, which Beyonce and Jay Z is on, mm-hmm. like. We all know Assad didn't do anything. Assad was sleeping in the corner, you know. But like, but there's this like this. He's uplifting his son, and I have no doubt in my mind that he doesn't that he loves his son. Right? I have no doubt in my mind that I'm not saying yeah. that. I'm, no, no, I, I'm, I'm listening, I, I Ella. That he loves I'm his interested. son. That there is a lot that everything that he's doing and all the uplifting that he's doing is for his son's benefit and is mm-hmm. to set him up for success and to be the best Assad that he could be. Okay major keys right there. Yeah. Then you got LeBron Ball. I'm not saying he doesn't love his son. I think he loves his son truly and I do believe that he believes that his son is one of the greatest in the world. I think it is so disingenuous in the way that it's coming off as like a Kardashian effect of like he want they want to be the next Kardashians of mm-hmm. like where the where the you know where the balls <laughs> Sorry, I you, just you <laughs> your face
1: right now Too, too much joy in your face for that. Oh, I hope you're balls. proud of yourself.
0: <laughs> I really am proud of myself. That was hilarious. You
1: get that ball, and then you get that ball. Balls. <laughs> so,
0: so you have the this genuine love and want your son to succeed and, and have this positive outlook on who he is from DJ Khaled. And I, I'm not saying that the intention of LaVar Ball isn't that. I think it is that. But the impact, I think... Is more detrimental to his son in the long run.
1: Here's what I'm gonna I'll I'll compare him to someone else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In a very particular way.
0: Okay.
1: LeBron James. Mm-hmm. When LeBron James came into the league, he was touted as the chosen one.
0: Absolutely. He tattooed that on his back. I was
1: just about to say. Mm-hmm. He said, Okay, I'll take that mm-hmm. and he wore it. And people said, This guy's got a shoe deal, he hasn't even played a game yet. Yeah. He is the next high school phenom, but Right. How many of them actually last? We had KG, we had Kobe, right? Tracy took a little while to, right. to form into his own, but like these don't come around and, and Every stay. Day. Yeah, LeBron took that and lived up to that hype tenfold, made to the tune of like a Hall of Fame career. Yeah, arguably top five players all time. Yeah, depending on who you're asking. Yeah, Bill Russell would disagree, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, Bill if- Russell could take him exactly it's it's still like 11 one two i'm top 11
0: (laughs) 11 top it dude
1: look at all these rings um Mm -hmm. but lonzo's coming in hyperdrive lebron built all that that um that kind of reputation up over the span of a four-year high school career Mm -hmm. just like from the time he was a freshman they were like this guy's beastly um and then lonzo couldn't come straight out of high school. Maybe he didn't want to come out of high school, but like the new one and done rule, you got to you had to have yeah. a certain age.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Lonzo came in after he did his first and only year at UCLA. Yeah. So he got the hype exposure, one year, in, one year in. That's mm-hmm. all he had it was like right. four years condensed into one. Mm-hmm. And to do that, his dad, from a business angle, and I'll say this too, similarly. LeVar to LeBron comparing Mm -hmm. the father to LeBron now LeBron after he won that second title I believe in Miami Mm -hmm. they asked him you know how how are you feeling you just won your second title in a row he said you know I'm from Akron Ohio I wasn't even supposed to be here Mm -hmm. so everybody's got a problem with me i ain't got here's no words <laughs> yeah like here's my number <laughs> he, he, Jimmy but, Butler,
0: yeah? <laughs> yeah
1: but but lonzo lavar they asked him like so your son you're writing all these checks for his butt to cash mm-hmm. like how do you he's not like he seems more quiet than right. you and lavar said well he's not supposed to be like me i grew up in south central right he grew up in chino hills right he shouldn't be like me right, right. he's an outstanding player I'm LeVar Ball. Mm. And so, yeah, when LeVar Ball says things like, I can beat Michael Jordan, or I could do. He reminds me of a. If you've ever been in a barbershop setting Uh with old black men, Mm -hmm. as I spent a lot of time with my dad as a young kid, I used to listen to the old heads Mm -hmm. just say stuff to get a rile out of people. And that's what LeVar does. It doesn't mean. Yeah, you you know you're not. Red red in the corner who comes to the barbershop every day and his his head is bald as a cue ball mm. <laughs> don't even know why he's here will tell you that that uh, michael jordan won shit
0: <laughs> like and then everyone's like what the hell are you talking yeah, about yeah. yeah, exactly and it's
1: just like right. this is this is the culture that he's trying to make so levar brings that to the national stage and i think uh, when you Make all these comments. It's one thing. But when you show up on WWE with your shirt off and your your middle child at, at that. I mean, he's, he
0: talks about his other two kids, how they're going to yeah. also be Lakers I don't know. too. We'll see. And I'm like, we'll good see. lord, dude.
1: I think for a... a I don't know what Lebon, Alonzo's psyche is around all this. He seems to be handling it well externally. Yeah. He's like, I'm used to this. I hope
0: he talks to a therapist regularly. Yeah.
1: This is new... <laughs> this is new... Lavar is only new to us. He's not new to Lonzo. Oh yeah, he's kids.
0: not. He's not new to his dad. And shenanigans.
1: When uh, Lonzo enters the league, the one thing I will say, you're right. Being a new star rookie mm-hmm. on a young team a in re- Los Angeles yeah. is going to be a, a big deal, especially when Magic Johnson is putting all this leadership on your shoulders. Right. But. You also live in Los Angeles, and your dad and your family are there, too, keeping you grounded. So right. I think that support system will help him through. LeVar, man, you've been right so far. Keep doing what you're doing. I don't you're know. annoying. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's hey. like,
0: hey, I just, I'm just going to say that like it is. But anyway, so the draft happened, except the Bulls franchise. Made
1: a, made uh, a shift. They're, Tell I've, us what happened to your boy Jimmy.
0: So I was watching a show and I come out of the show on Thursday with my news feed blowing up with all my friends just in Chicago, really upset because of Jimmy Butler. And then when I found out what happened, I was so livid. The people around me, the people I was around me were like, are you okay?" And I'm like, Mm. I'm not. I am so upset. I don't even understand this. So Jimmy Butler was traded to the the Timberwolves, the Minnesota Timberwolves, to That's join right. to join uh, Tom Thibodeau, his former coach, and who he credits a lot of his um, mm-hmm. improvements as a player to, was nice. which was very nice. Um, to they did that for the thirteenth pick and like some other some three other players that yeah, they, are pretty young.
1: They uh, traded the oh gosh uh slam dunk champion
0: i forget his name uh, again i okay. reason why i don't remember his name because i'm so i'm still incredibly upset at the bulls franchise because my understanding and jimmy said it well too uh as like he thought he was the f- like face of the the franchise um but you know that doesn't he that, said, that doesn't, doesn't mean, mean anything it doesn't
1: mean a thing uh, uh zach levine
0: thank you Because he was in the Timberwolves, yeah. Um,
1: And their draft pick, yeah, thirteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some good little players, some good little players. Right.
0: So, to uh, like, (sighs) there are a ton of people in Chicago that want the front office to be fired, um, like everybody be fired, and just just can we trade them? Like that's kind of what the the Chicago teams are all are talking about. And there's obviously a lot of um criticism on Jimmy Butler and things like that as well. That's Um, coming
1: out of a lot of places.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of trades happening mm-hmm. um but Jimmy's I think was I thought was a dumb move and most um NBA experts would also say it wasn't the smartest the bulls didn't do the most smartest move um well, because of what they received
1: well uh all right to if I'm in the front office though I'm looking at the dollars of this
0: they needed to they needed room
1: you, what are you going to do with Jimmy's contract Wade's contract with took up 24 Mm -hmm. million pretty much but Wade's still
0: putting up the numbers that you need him to put up fair enough
1: and he defended himself well on Mm -hmm. social media i thought what wade said was true of Mm -hmm. like i'm averaging this many points this many assists on this percentage shooting Mm -hmm. at the age of 35 yeah if i were 25 y'all be giving me so much dough right now you know so i thought that was good on his part and then rondo takes up Somewhere around the the tune of like twelve or thirteen mil, right? And so you've got these aging stars around Jimmy. Can you really compete with the Cavs? Can you compete with Boston? And you if don't have you, cap room to get more people,
0: right? But if you can buy out the old the old dudes and then make room, and so have a system around one of, I would say the top two, like who is that? The uh, no no, I'm talking about Jimmy being like I would say as. Um, Two-way, two-way player, player yeah he, i think he's like yeah. he's number two or three in my eyes um and so if you like i would put Kawhi.
1: Kawhi gonna...
0: would be number one to me two-way player
1: oh yeah for sure two-way player yeah but who are you gonna put around them that you can fit on your salary but that's the thing you can have you can't buy out Dwayne's contract
0: you can't but that's also like why did you hide? like why did you this this is why I'm saying it. I'm so angry. But anyway, I don't want to. I don't want to go into I, my dark place of I anger because I already went there personally, <laughs> privately. <laughs> but
1: um, but yeah, it's clear what's going on. I mean, Chicago's going to make a move. Dwayne is going to say, if Jimmy's not here, I'm really not interested in being here. Right. Me and Rondo, who just don't get along every now and then. Right. So
0: Rondo's a firecracker in that way.
1: Yeah, they got history. So we'll see what happens with your Bulls. I don't. I don't mind that they made the move because at least chicago's not doing this thing where you're like let they get all have the it, best players no where they're chicago for the past x years has just said let's be good enough to make the playoffs yeah first round they're out mm-hmm. maybe second round but yeah. you're not actually with, competing. with
0: rose with rose and um when derek rose and jimmy butler and carlos boozer were in the team they went to like i think the third round like the
1: yeah, I but mean like, do a full rebuild but if yeah. you're going to
0: No, and I get that. And I just my understanding was like do the rebuild around Butler. It makes the most sense. He has the leadership skills. He has what you need him to do and in my eyes, okay. right? But I also don't know what's happening. And I get it. Whatever. You know, what?
1: I'm going to I'm going to say that I am interested in hearing what some of these play. Antoine Walker said something about him not being a good teammate in the locker room. Cool. Antoine Walker said that about Butler. Okay. I'm interested to know more about People what that perception is. People said that about Michael is. Jordan. So, okay, No, nah, but Michael was on another planet, though. It That's was true. like, it's okay to true. not be a good teammate if you're like the greatest basketball player of all time. Yeah, but goat. But Jimmy came in as a young cat. He even said this, and I didn't really know what I was getting into, and mm-hmm. Tom Thibodeau helped me along the yeah. way. And then since he came into that role, the chatter in the league was that he got a little big for his britches. In, in some respects, which I if I were him, I would too. Yeah. Just because I'm making millions now, mm-hmm. and I was just a kid a second ago, uh, but he started would... in
0: a community college before he exactly. Yeah, before he's, he... he's
1: pulled himself up and, right. and to great credit to himself. But I was I would think like of the chatter I heard this year around Hoiberg mm-hmm. and him. In their yeah, I mean, and they didn't have the a good relationship. Room. Yeah, things that were said in the locker room, and then you you see what Jimmy says after he got tripped. Well, I thought I was the franchise player, but I guess that doesn't mean anything. This mm-hmm. kind of like salty, backhanded comment. Yeah, no. And and you know, I'm just thinking like, as the leader, wh- what are those statements representative of? And your... I mean, if
0: you if you felt like you've been done dirty, that's what you say. Even if you are the most. Yeah, but know. then as I
1: said, I'm just like looking around like. Did someone promise you that you were never gonna leave? Did someone like you, anyone's Who knows? tradable? Yeah. I don't know, man. But I, I feel for him because you just had to uproot yourself from a situation you thought was pretty stable, and, and now like, you moved he to Minnesota. And he loves Chicago,
0: and he has yeah. done a lot for Chicago, and Chicago loves him.
1: His personal life just changed, and his work life mm-hmm. just changed too. He, he did give expecting. his number
0: out to yeah uh, the world. Do you want to call that number? Yeah, let's call it. All right, I'm gonna try. Here we go. All right, folks.
1: Welcome to Verizon Wireless. No the way. wireless customer you called is not available at this time. Please try your call again later. Announcement one four eight zero.
0: That's a bummer. I thought it was gonna be more. But that was his number that I called.
1: But someone else called it earlier from ESPN mm-hmm. on uh was it uh Rachel Nichols show? Uh-huh. And it said it went it was his name uh-huh. and it said the voicemail was full. So Huh. I think it's already been jammed up with a lot of stuff. Probably. Jimmy's got two phones. I'm he's sure. got
0: he's got things to do. I'm surprised. He's, you. he's got things to do and places to go and people to see. Yeah.
1: Uh, so but those there's are other trades.
0: Yeah. But there's other trades that have happened.
1: Yeah, So many. So Jimmy Butler got traded. Dwight Howard got traded from the Hawks, his hometown Atlanta Hawks, to mm-hmm. the Hornets. He's going back to wearing number twelve. By the way, Jimmy Butler's going to wear twenty three because mm-hmm. he can't wear twenty one because Kevin Garnett, right. big ticket, wore that. Um, Dwight Howard uh, will wear number 12 For the Charlotte Hornets I wonder what that's going to be like With him playing for Michael Jordan Yeah That's going to um, be interesting I wonder how that's going to so be So that'll be Dwight's fifth team mm-hmm. In uh, about five years He um, had so
0: much promise when he started
1: Yeah well he's still averaging 13 rebounds And he'll give you like 12 to 14 points So he's not a slouch
0: No 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 I'm just saying like You know
1: Well, the I thought he was going to do more than what yeah, he is doing. We'll, we'll see where he lands at the end of the Charlotte tenure. Mm-hmm. But Brooke Lopez was in a trade. There's some players and money exchange, some draft picks. Mm-hmm. But essentially, Brooke Lopez goes from the, the uh, Brooklyn Nets, almost said New Jersey mm-hmm. Nets, to... The original. <laughs> yeah. To the uh, freaking Los Angeles Lakers, who just got a lot better at mm-hmm. the center position. Right. And D'Angelo Russell... Someone who Magic Johnson said didn't quite have the leadership we needed. Yeah, gets sent to the Brooklyn Nets, which actually I'm really excited about. I saw a stat on D'Angelo Russell. He's going to
0: be fine in, in Brooklyn. Well,
1: he yeah, he was good in L. A. And his stats were actually some of the best for someone who's been in the league for only two years. Right. Like you compare him to like. Bill Russell Michael Jordan type. Yeah. stats and I didn't know his efficiency was that good. Mm-hmm. So, he didn't get the playing time he wanted, but he's being sent to Brooklyn where he'll get ample amounts of playing time.
0: I wanted you to know that I found out today uh one of my neighbors mm-hmm. uh in my building was like I saw someone in front of our building today. Don't do this. And so they were with their partner um like we were like together, we were like talking mm-hmm. and she said to her partner, like, oh, did I tell you that, that guy, remember that guy? Uh, I think Russell something. And at first I thought she was going to say Russell Westbrook and I was going to freak <laughs> out. Right, sure. but um, then she's like, and then uh, her, her partner, uh, goes D'Angelo Russell and, and she's like, yeah, he was in front of our building yesterday.
1: This cat.
0: And I was like, yeah, I'm sorry, D'Angelo Russell was in our neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. <laughs> he's, no, I saw him at the, at, the, at the opening holding up his jersey. I was like, this guy looks like he's made for a Brooklyn uniform. Yeah. And I been, hope – It's going to be exciting. I hope he's got a healthy chip on his shoulder from mm-hmm. L.A. and he wants to prove some cats wrong. Yeah. One of his uh, teammates, after Magic said those words about his leadership being questionable, one of the teammates, Larry Nance mm-hmm. from the Lakers, yeah, said, yeah. I hope that D'Angelo averages 40 this year
0: and, and you know it when you have a chip on your shoulder have you seen russell westbrook things yeah, man. happen <laughs> do it d can't wait to um, see it
1: cp3 what in the world
0: so let's let's take a minute on this cp3 also known as christopher paul
1: christopher paul yeah christopher paul chris num- paul
0: where's number three um he is the president of their like NBA the Association, Players Association. The Players Association. Mm-hmm. He was voted again.
1: He's very. People have. People a love lot of him. Confidence in him. Yeah,
0: he's he's very good with like managing. Yes. Those personalities.
1: General on and off the floor.
0: Right. He. Uh, he was a free agent this year, right? That's.
1: He was going to be a free agent next summer.
0: Oh. Okay. Anyway, so he got traded to the Rockets. Yeah. So I have a question. Hmm who is going to be the point guard? Okay. Who is going to have the ball?
1: So here's the deal. Chris Paul
0: between James Harden because yeah. James Harden and yeah, CP3, that's what what are, what you, is happening. You're
1: saying this because Harden had a phenomenal MVP year, Absolutely. MVP caliber year.
0: He was the leader.
1: 11.5 or something assists a game, mm-hmm. which led the league, mm-hmm. and Chris had I think like third most mm-hmm. uh, behind Westbrook at number 2. And Chris Paul always is in the top three of assists, mm-hmm. if not leading the league, right. with his like nine or ten a game that mm-hmm. he dishes out to Blake and DJ. Right. Who is going to be the point guard now? That's for Mike D'Antoni to decide. Coach of the year, go Coach, ahead. You know Put what? That You're brain. right. You're Put that right.
0: Brain to work. Why didn't I think
1: about that? <laughs> it's, but, I, but I think what's happening, and this is interesting, and it, this was brought to my attention in the analysis that people are doing, is like gone are the days of position specific roles oh yeah it, like as soon as we went like look at golden state warrior small ball right like who is your center what like draymond green who is basically a small forward yeah kd is not really a center he's too thin right he's a small forward No, he too. doesn't
0: like being called the slim reaper he doesn't like this oh he part doesn't it.
1: oh i didn't know that
0: i heard that in a podcast recently
1: oh i i take body image Imagery uh, issues very seriously, so if that's for, the case.
0: It was an assumption made that he doesn't like the slim part of the Slim Reaper uh, nickname that he has.
1: If 45 used that same logic on me, I would not give two cares in the world. <laughs> but because, for Kevin Durant, Because 45 I is
0: a jerk. <laughs> but for, for Kevin, Kevin Durant, Durant, you're fine. Okay, fine.
1: So anyway, the uh, easy uh, three-money sniper, whatever mm-hmm. his handle is... Mm-hmm. Uh, that that what is your tallest guy on the court right. at the time? So position specific height size all that stuff doesn't matter. What you have to make a skill, team. yeah, skill. So you got a guy who can play defense now, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Paul, um, Harden still doesn't do that, right. but he can distribute and score. So right. if you got and Chris Paul was second in the league just behind LeBron James in player efficiency right this year. So you got two guys on the same team who are now going to have to do maybe 10%, 20% less right. than they had to before right? because they can both distribute the ball. I don't know what this is going to look like.
0: Well, and the Rockets are also looking to possibly get Paul George, maybe Blake Griffin. Like, like They have get, room. They can they have, do it. They have room to do that. They
1: are going to trade assets. Yeah. Where it stands right now with their money, they can't even have CP3. It's just tentatively they're mm-hmm. going to have him, and they have to still make some more moves. Right.
0: And if you are, if you're looking for a ring, you got to do what um, Steph Curry did and like not take as much money.
1: So Someone's could... going to not take money.
0: Yeah. So there's just a lot of trades happening um, and, uh, and none of it really means anything. Wait, did you want to say something?
1: Yeah, I'll just say the last thing on that point. What's interesting about the CP3 trade mm-hmm. is how much money he's leaving on the table. Oh, yeah. And it speaks to what Jerry West is doing already out the gate mm-hmm. when he got there because Jerry West now Jerry moves West, from... Jerry West, the icon. Yeah, the, the life, logo. The logo. Moves from the Golden State... He's the People are like, is he the logo? Because it kind of looks like Michael Jordan. If you look no, no, really no. closely very much at the West. logo, there's a part on the head. For the longest
0: the, time, I thought the logo, the NBA logo, was Michael Jordan. Even as a kid, mm-hmm. I thought it was Michael Jordan. Yeah. Be, just, Similar body type. Yeah, slim. like I'm just like you know yeah. that's what i think but yeah. but that's when i got older i realized oh it was jerry west if
1: you look at the top of the head there's this little indentation where there's a part mm-hmm. where someone would have like, like a hair. typical yeah. white hair mm-hmm. and, and parted like mm-hmm. jerry west did yeah. that's what they did so it was a
0: very humble dude like when he talks about being yeah. a logo oh, he's sure. very humble he's like he biggest... new... yeah. he's like let's get a new logo
1: <laughs> yeah and he's he was and if you look at his stats jerry west was one of the most incredible players we've ever had in the league like mm-hmm. take nothing away from that man yeah so he uh, moves into the Clippers position in their front office mm-hmm. and CP3 is negotiating his contract and under the new collective bargaining agreement, mm-hmm. which he, he has helped
0: probably make a, a reality huge. He, right. he was <laughs> instrumental
1: in that. And for selfish reasons, they're like, he's going to come up on this and how's it going to affect him? Right. So he could get five years mm-hmm. and 205 million.
0: What does that even that money look like?
1: Okay. Right. Or
0: I, don't, I, don't, I won't even make that in my life. Ever.
1: This is this is if he's a free agent. So mm-hmm. next summer, right? I can you can give me a five year contract mm-hmm. for two hundred and five mil, mm-hmm. or I can go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But that team can only give me four years, one hundred fifty two mil. Right. I'm gonna leave essentially like fifty million dollars on the table right. if I go somewhere else. Um. West was like, I'm not giving you five years. Yeah. And so he's like, Well, then peace. And yeah. so. Well, I shouldn't say west someone in that the front dock office is there the front office yeah, yeah. collectively we're not going to give you 5 mil or 5 years so he goes to the rockets and because of that the rockets can offer him a 5 year contract because it was part of a trade not him as a free agent making mm. that call oh that makes sense so but it says yeah. you know like but something could happen in this one year that he's with them before he becomes a free agent. Injury, right. something, whatever, sure. you know, God forbid. He's not a,
0: he's not a young player. Right. Yeah. He's
1: 32, 33. Um, so, yeah, they, you know, he's making this choice to go for winning and the risk of having less money. But he's been in Los Angeles for the longest. And they've never advanced anywhere close to having a championship. Mm-hmm. So it was time to blow it up. And by result, I think, yes. Blake Griffin is the next domino to fall. If mm-hmm. they give him a five-year contract, he might stay with them. Right. But if Jerry and Doc are also on the same page... Of, we I, think four, I think they're they're going to shake everything up. I think they are. Yeah. And so that way, Griff is being talked about in rumors with the Celtics, the Rockets, mm-hmm. and several that may be Oklahoma City. Right. But the only thing around that is Blake is... I, I see him not being where he gets traded first mm-hmm. may not be where he ends up
0: oh you think he'll, they'll switch they'll do some more switch around they'll do two do, switches
1: yeah. they. he's an asset right. so you move him to Boston and if then you they'll get do the,
0: something so they can get
1: if I'm trying to get Paul George right and, you and Paul, I will, I will do send it. you to Indiana yeah. so I can get some yep. Paul George Yep. so that guy let's talk about Paul George because he's getting so much love right now all the love
0: I know and he's not a he's not a free agent
1: He, You know, similar to CP3, his contract is next Next summer. summer. But he and Chris did the good graces of saying, I'm not coming back. I'm telling you I'm not coming back. Mm -hmm. We need to talk about what to do with me so I don't screw you over. Right. And And you all don't screw me over at the end of the day. Yeah, Yeah. I thought that's fair. So where do you think Paul George is going to end up?
0: I, like, so this is is how I've always felt about trades and the draft. None of it makes any, like, none of it means anything until, Mm -hmm. like, to me, until like December, like I want to see how it all kind of plays out at the end of the day. But I think he, I think the Rockets are making some moves, and I think he might go there.
1: Daryl Morey is no joke.
0: I think I think He's... they they're like they see what Golden State is and they, what they need to yeah. be, and they are going. They're like we need players that can shoot, that can space the floor. Yeah, they, that can. Defend. They they, they need everything. They need the skills. They need skills, and if you don't have it, they don't want you.
1: Paul George is such an asset because he can defend. He Mm -hmm. he is also a two-way player. Yeah, and he hasn't
0: gotten a lot of love because he's been playing for the Pacers, Mm -hmm. and like to be on, like there hasn't been a lot going on with the Pacers.
1: Besides Kawhi Leonard, the only other player you would say that can give LeBron. A run for his money Is Paul George On yeah. the defensive end Yeah So I mean you need If you're trying to get Through the Cavs
0: I think it's gonna be get I, Paul George I absolutely think It's gonna be I, I My gut is saying The Rockets Just because of What they're doing The minute They, they got, have the guts The, the yeah. minute they They picked up cp 3 I was like Oh so, Oh okay You guys are thinking About some things That are
1: We came to play Yeah Um, I would say Though The Celtics Are so Danny Ainge Is so crafty With his negotiations and Mm -hmm. his maneuvering, he's very tactical because he's got all these assets, Mm -hmm. draft picks, cap space, all this stuff, and some desirable starting players. So what they're saying is Gordon Hayward Mm -hmm. could sign. He's having meetings with the Celtics, the Heat, and the Jazz. Mm -hmm. If you're really trying to win, Gordon doesn't probably go to Miami because they don't have enough pieces to make a run at the Eastern Conference. But if Gordon signs with the Celtics, mm-hmm. there is a good chance that they might also get Paul George mm-hmm. and have those both of those small forwards playing for them and Isaiah Thomas and Al Horford and just give up some of your like Jay Crowder's right. you know and, and smart Marcus Smart. Like mm-hmm. that wouldn't be too bad. And that's a, a viable little team. If they don't get Paul George, Blake Griffin is still out there. They have room to get him too. So, I mean, I'm just saying, that that Celtics team, coached I mean, by an amazing... Brad Stevens is, is no slouch. Yeah. You put that Celtic team against this Cavaliers team, and There's something... Yeah, that's a... There's something... We're talking could, super team again. Right. Is this a super team? I'm not on a super team. <laughs> just say
0: we don't want to... Even, okay, right. okay, Bron Bron, you're not on a super team. Anywho, um, last but not least... Do we want to talk about Phil's Jackson's There's fall not, from grace?
1: What is there to say?
0: I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie.
1: You're me, a Bulls fan. I'm a
0: Bulls fan, and that man has given me lots of joy. Um, but
1: I was a Bulls fan too,
0: right? And he, I in our in our childhood in the '90s, he gave us a lot of love. Like he gave us a lot of a lot of things to be happy about. Um, honestly, I, I'm not surprised. I, I well, actually, I was a little surprised because I know James Dolan was like where. He, we're here for Phil's vision. Like I'm here. Like I'm not going to fire him, whatever. But I think with some of the things that happened with the draft, uh, picking someone from France. Yeah. Was the yeah. Um, yeah, who's a great player from what I under from what I understand. But like apparently during like workouts and stuff, he was falling asleep during some of the yeah draft, Phil Jackson. The, Phil Jackson was falling asleep. Yeah. Um, through some of those things that he's not.
1: He doesn't go on road games.
0: Yeah, he's um. His zen-like way of doing things is not working as, you know, in the front office world. And so because of all of that, um, um, James Dolan decided to fire him. I thought it was also time to just let go of James Dolan too, because he is a parasite um, for the Knicks organization. I feel bad for my Knicks fans because, I mean, I think Spike Lee immediately, I think Spike Lee, when this came out, i woke up to news that phil jackson was fired or would be fired on wednesday which was this past week they didn't say fired was let go
1: parting ways
0: parting whatever he was gonna get he was gonna get fired and spike lee uh the legendary director filmmaker of of the new york the new yorker um all he did post posted on Instagram was like a picture of him with his hands raised up in the air. And, his, <laughs> and all it says was hallelujah. <laughs> um, and I was just like, this is what a lot of Knicks fans feel. They're like, because th- they, everyone's just so frustrated with him. Um, there's really nothing I just say. I just feel bad for such a legend like him to fall from grace like that.
1: I don't feel bad. I feel
0: bad as, like I feel bad for 90s Phil I don't feel bad for like current You film. feel bad for your childhood nostalgia Yeah that's yeah. it that's, no, It's don't. nothing beyond that
1: Phil, Phil now um, So much So much disrespect Throughout that organization was felt mm-hmm. Around Phil because. And I mean look at poor Zingus Yeah he didn't
0: go to the The exit interview or yeah, whatever He
1: was like I'm done with this Mr. Jackson mm-hmm. I can't right now And It largely had to do with The way he treated Carmelo.
0: Yeah, because Carmelo and Porzingis Mm -hmm. are good friends. Yeah. They they mesh well together. Yeah,
1: and Carmelo was done dirty throughout the whole year by Phil Jackson in social media and interviews, and he just came right out and said, we'd like to trade this guy. And, and then he
0: was also saying he was thinking about trading Porzingis, or he was like yeah, fielding calls, and people yeah. were like, people are like what are you "Which doing? I, which I, New Yorkers, y'all need to also figure out what how you feel about Porzingis because when you when they first drafted no, him, they, people were not fans at all. That's
1: under the bridge. They hadn't seen him touch a rock. And that's then when true. He, and then when he came into the floor, that's they're me. like, "He's a unicorn. Yeah, he's trademarked by Kevin Durant. Yeah, I was going to say that. he
0: is a that's his nickname. But
1: the reason people said Phil did that was because teams just were not. Taking calls from the Knicks, right? And so he just did that to just get some conversations going, right? You can't, anyway. But the the way he did Mello at the I was just saying, there's no way Mm -hmm. that Mello does not survive this over Phil. I was like, Phil will be gone before Mello's gone. Oh yeah, because Mello had the no trade clause. Mello has
0: survived how many different like front office people and coaches? Got time for
1: this? So, Mello played it, played it cool throughout the whole time. But even so, the writing's on the wall. Mello has already stated that he would like to be moved elsewhere. Wait, what? The, the conversation... Was this recently? Yeah. Mello has already kind of said, look... You know The what? time is ready for me to go. This is all left a sour taste in everyone's mouth. I will release he's my... Bad,
0: he's the bad juju. I've been saying it from the beginning. Mello and James Dolan are the bad juju of the knicks
1: oh man i don't I've know i've said it from
0: the beginning and and the thing is like i think it's i think Mello is a bad juju because of james dolan uh i think if he went somewhere else he'd be fine
1: um but Melo's style of play and to phil jackson's credit he said this mellow stops the ball mm-hmm. uh he he will run seconds off your shot clock mm-hmm. where in an otherwise efficient offense the ball is moving right there's people moving without the ball. Mm-hmm. Melo's more of a one-on-one yeah. assassin. So, I get that. Mm-hmm. But He plays he more said, ISO ball. He does play ISO, but he mm-hmm. says, uh, Alright, I'll release my contract if you put me in Cleveland. Because otherwise, if you don't put me in Cleveland, you gotta buy me out. Mm. So, you, you're either gonna give me most of the money you owe me, which is a lot, mm-hmm. and I'll go Whatever. somewhere. Yeah. Um, or... If, if you don't buy me out, I'll, I'll release my no trade clause and I'll take less money from the Cavs.
0: So Mel's having a good week because Phil is gone. Lala basically stopped their divorce proceedings. So they're working things out.
1: I thought she didn't stop it. I thought they were trying to reach a... I, have, I hate delving into someone's personal life with like when no, it comes to this a is divorce. Fascinating. But it, but it, but I love both of these people. I mm-hmm. think they're great mm-hmm. human beings and parents right. by all accounts. Yeah, um, he wants to be close to the kid, mm-hmm. and she uh, honors that, right. respects that. Mm-hmm. So I thought they were just trying to work out that piece.
0: Uh, yes. But according to the Wendy Williams show interview that she Oh, did, Wendy? Yeah. Okay. This so, is what she had. Yes. <laughs> this is not fake news. <laughs> no, no. She was interviewed by Wendy. Like it was like, <laughs> she was like, they're working things out. So what, what does that mean? Who knows? But right. so he was having a better week this week. So, cause he yeah. may have gotten his, his girl back, his, his, his partner back. And, um, I mean, you also cheated on her. So, but I mean, be better. Just saying.
1: Uh, I have no comment, but <laughs> I will say. Uh, I
0: feel like you do have a comment. Just I don't want I to don't want it, put it on wax,
1: but uh, CP3. Uh huh. Also, one of the reasons he left, he was irritated. Supposedly, this is what sources say. Irritated that Carmelo was an option for a trade mm-hmm. to the Los Angeles Clippers. He was considering playing with CP3 or playing with LeBron right. in Cleveland. Okay, no if one... you are gonna. And Doc. Hesitated because he's president of basketball operations at the right. time. Hesitated on the move with the Knicks and wanted to play it a little more safe mm-hmm. or, or squeeze the Knicks a little bit more on the deal. And so they let the Carmelo trade go under the bridge.
0: It's also because they're all friends, too. So it's like, it's, it's oh, no, yeah, this is not, feelings ju- are this is all is over not, this. this is not just professional. This is absolutely personal, too. Oh, for sure. And I yeah.
1: wonder how much, I wonder how much CP3. Really enjoyed playing with Blake and DJ. Right, I think he did. Yeah, but he I like too. compared to playing with LeBron and Carmelo on Olympic teams. Oh and yeah, the, like constant friendship. Yeah, I wonder how they compare. Yeah, you'd sell him for a, a, a sandwich and a trade. I mean, at the end of the
0: at the end of the day, when it comes to our dribbling section, I think we've talked a lot about the draft and the trades and all the things that are happening. I think at the end of the day, none like this. All of this will. We, we will only understand what it truly means because all of this is speculative right like how what this is going to be mm-hmm. for the league um, it'll only it'll only make sense once once the season starts again I can't wait and I can't can wait can we start
1: it. next week can we get this can league we, started do we need to next, wait till October can we make the trades and then just start playing ball immediately
0: apparently like they need to rest I don't know that's right that's, a, that's an excuse maybe, maybe maybe we need to rest this section and move on to the on to the next, what do you think? Yeah, I'm excited. Let's let's get into it. All right, it's time for our dope person of the week. Our dope people, our dope persons. Who's your dope person, buddy?
1: All right. So this week I want to highlight Mr. Isaiah Thomas, the younger. The younger. Not not senior from the Pistons, mm-hmm. but Isaiah Thomas uh, of the Boston Celtics who won uh, an award in the NBA care sorry, the NBA cares community assist award this yes, year. Yes,
0: it was from the NBA awards which we didn't talk about cuz I knew he was going to be your person. Exactly.
1: He, yeah. thank you. Mm-hmm. He was uh, instrumental in his community in Boston this year. Uh, with his volunteer hours and helping out uh, local schools and uh, establishments and just doing what he can to be of service in the community. And I just think uh, it says a lot when players invest in the people who yeah. support them as fans. Mm-hmm. So, uh, one, love that. And just some background information on him, just things to know. Uh, nicknames include King in the Fourth.
0: King in the Fourth. Oh, okay, fourth yes, quarter. fourth quarter. I was yeah. just like can the fourth. Takes okay.
1: over. Yeah. Um, pizza guy.
0: Does he like pizza?
1: He was a spokesman for a local pizza chain when he was in <laughs> Phoenix, I believe.
0: That's funny. Okay.
1: Um he was drafted in the second round in two thousand eleven as the sixtieth overall pick. Wow. That means dead last. Dang. The final player drafted in the You entire know it's his league.
0: height. It's his height.
1: Yeah, he's short. I mean he's what he's Five nine, yeah, very short for an NBA player. And how tall are you again? Five eleven. I knew that. Still taller than Isaiah. Yeah, we've covered this.
0: I know because I always say that you're like six foot, and you're like, no, I'm not. I know.
1: You, you, I like I, to give
0: you a little bit more height than you, you know. Just, okay.
1: Well, you just can't depth perception from that ain't.
0: I need you to get out. So it, we're done with way, this podcast <laughs>
1: Either way, neither here nor there. Um, An amazing player to to rise from someone who they didn't think was going to get many minutes is now like an MVP caliber player. Oh, absolutely. Instrumental, scoring 26 points a game for Boston this year and really just like gutting it through the playoffs. Um, An incredible leader. Someone who faced a lot of challenges this year in the playoffs Mm -hmm. with his family and things going on. Yeah. And uh, he still surmounted that to have an amazing showing. And the other thing that came up this week... Amidst all of these uh, trade rumors and everything, yeah, got into a little bit of a tiff with uh, Lance Stevenson. Okay, just the classic rapscallion of the league, <laughs> he pops up every now and then oh, Lance. on a team. So, he Lance was on the Pacers when he Ooh, blew sorry. in LeBron James's ear back yes, at the playoffs.
0: We, it's one of my favorite things to do when someone is annoying me. Are you doing it right now?
1: I'm blowing into the mic. So, he uh, <laughs> then got traded to a couple teams, came back to the Pacers, mm-hmm. where he was reunited with Paul George, whom he loves. And mm-hmm. so Lance posted a picture on Instagram of him and Paul George. And Lance said, I'm not letting you leave, bro. Stay home. Stay home, bro. We did big things. Let's continue. The reply from... A little I- desperate. It, was, it was <laughs> just a little begging just a little bit. Isaiah says... Uh, it's
0: like that girlfriend who, like, who's like, really clingy. Like, that partner who's a little clingy.
1: Uh, Isaiah said, well, he's gone, bro. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lance says, you just scared because you know we can beat y'all. Oh no okay. you can't. <laughs> and so, All right. <laughs> and so, and then Isaiah Thomas goes, we blasted y'all every game this year. Y'all are the last team I'm worried about, my brother, LOL. And he says, uh, Stevenson, ha, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep keep grinding though, cause all love on this end. So Isaiah ends it off with like fair enough.
0: Isaiah was the mature one of the group.
1: <laughs> right, but, but Isaiah calls it like it is. He's right. like, nah, I'm not You're, scared I'm of you. I'm
0: really not afraid of the Pacers. And Paul
1: can do what he wants to do. So uh, is true. Isaiah Thomas, a grown man doing things for his community and basketball at large, he is my dope person of the week.
0: That's a good, dope person. And he got the award during the NBA Awards, which yeah. is even, even cooler.
1: Who's so your person?
0: My person is Jay-Z. <laughs> all capital, Jay-Z. There's no hyphen anymore, No right? hyphen. All cap, all cap locks, mm-hmm. Jay-Z. Okay. Um, so not because he is the father of the twins that we've all been waiting for or the husband of Beyonce, Giselle Carter, uh, Knowles Carter. Um. He's all those things and that's awesome. But the reason why he's my dope person of the week. So Father's Day was not too long ago. Um, and Jay-Z wrote this op-ed piece on in Time Magazine um, saying that I'm taking on the exploita- the ex- exploitative bail industry. So we talked about the bail mm-hmm. industry a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of just writes um, this very... this Not that long of a piece... Um, uh, a pretty short piece, kind of talking about um, he, I believe, produced or something of that nature um, of a Sunday, as like a Sundance film or something like that. Um, that kind of speaks to the bail industry and um, the jail system, like our system, our incarceration system oh, that that is very incredibly messed up. And so, what he did on Father's Day was pay the bail money for many fathers that needed to be home. Um, and so I don't know what the actual numbers were um, He's um, so he and it was a six a six part documentary series on uh, on Browder's ordeal, uh, which is a, a case I guess um, of a man who spent years in solitary confinement before committing suicide. Um, mm. And so Jay produced this whole thing. Um, and so when he was producing he just felt like, a need to give back to, and oftentimes men of color, specifically black men, are the ones that are, um, that are, uh, fallen, like in, like they're, in, what's the word? They're the mm. ones that have succumbed to the the bail industries. Um, yeah. Um, disenfranchisement, right? And so um, I thought it was dope of Jay Z to, with all the money that he has, he could be spending it very lavishly and living very lavishly but he's giving back to people who need it and as a as a father as he said as a father of a growing family Mm -hmm. like you know it's the importance of being there for your kids and those kinds of things yeah so I thought it was super cool that um he you know is he's a businessman in all in all and he's speaking about a
1: businessman What is he's a business he is man (laughs) yeah please get it correct
0: I apologize For being incorrect in that, in that, Um, but he has a new album coming out, uh, 4:44, um, the timestamp, the timestamp, 4:44, uh, where he is working with Jesse Williams, my boo, my in my mind, my husband, my my partner in life, Um, and apparently the song that they, uh, he's in a music video. Apparently, like they work together on a music video, Um, and. The premise from what I've read is that the music video, unless you've read something different, but the premise of the music video is like it's, it's centered in a jail and with, mm-hmm. you know. That's as much as I've read. That's, and like they're in orange jumpsuits and literally Jesse will look it's good a at teaser. anything. Yeah,
1: Jesse in a jumpsuit is just like a even, huge Jesse teaser. I don't even, Jesse can just
0: like... like sit there in a frock and I'd be like, okay, whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> just...
1: <laughs> you're wishing, it, he's got like six numbers on his uniform, but you're wishing it's like a full... Ten numbers Like his phone number Yeah, oh, yeah He absolutely. did Jimmy I, I wish
0: he Jimmy <laughs> Butler'd it So I can just be like I know like you and your wife Are like figuring out custody And stuff of your Of your of your kids But like if you wanted to like In the meantime not, In the meantime If you don't want to hang out With like a Minka Kelly The person that you are dating Possibly Allegedly, allegedly. Um You could like also date me And like I'm just saying It's cash Whatever <laughs> It's just casual Classic Casual I know you do your podcast In New York I'm just saying Um Don't ask me how I know these things, Um, but anyway, my dope person of the week at the end of the day goes to to uh, Jay Z,
1: Mr. J to the Z, Um, the four forty four. Yeah, what are your theories on that title?
0: I don't know. So four is a very important number for the Carter. I didn't know the Carter family. I learned a lot. Um, So if you if you are part of the Beehive, you know that everything has meaning. Everything that they put out there in the stratosphere has like I think they got married on the fourth, um
1: April fourth?
0: No. When did Jay Z and Beyonce got married? They got married in their Tribeca like rooftop, which is not far from from where we are. Um where did
1: his birthday is December Mm fourth. Her birthday I believe is September fourth. It is. And they got engaged, I'm saying on April I mean married on April fourth.
0: I don't think it's April fourth.
1: June 4th?
0: Something like that. Beyonce and Jay-Z wedding. In two, they got married in 2008. Was it April 4th? No. Alex, are you right?
1: Sometimes I know.
0: Either way, four is a very important number for them.
1: And some people are saying the 44 is his love of Barry Obama.
0: I, I was actually going to... That's where my head was going. You think so? Because they're friends. Yeah. She... Sang at the inaugura- inauguration. Yeah, and she let people know that she,
1: she can't did sing. sing. She did sing. At yeah, the inauguration. but she always
0: has like a live track with her, just in case. Yeah. You know, you know, case things go south. No, no, because you like it's very hard to perform outside without a live oh, yeah. track. You need just because something. it doesn't sound, it doesn't sound, it won't sound right to the audience. Yeah, just because of wind. These are things you these... know
1: because you're a singer.
0: I'm singerish. Yeah,
1: you're good at it. um that's okay so So we a lot of theories you have to listen to the album to know and it drops on title tonight
0: yeah and i don't subscribe to title
1: it drops on title in about 30 minutes right from the time we're recording this
0: yeah but i'm sure it's a free
1: trial for title
0: yes there is
1: can get that for like 24 hours
0: and can you like record it on your phone and send it to me
1: (laughs) on my whack-ass phone (laughs) on your
0: whack-ass phone (laughs) y'all can we just like I'm Put it to go, out there in the world. I'm starting
1: to me for <laughs> a new here. phone. So, uh, yeah, chip in.
0: Sometimes, you know, try. I, I appreciate that you do respond to my text messages in a timely fashion. But uh, sometimes I wonder if it ever gets through to you. But let's just get you a new iPhone. Lord only knows. Because your Android is a piece of garbage. <laughs> it's not
1: Android in general. Just LG is letting me down. Right. Planned obsolescence. The phone itself worked fine for the first year and a half. And then I think they do stuff. So yeah, I mean that's that. what iPhone
0: does too. But that's fine. But you can have an iPhone for several years and still be okay.
1: <laughs> Whatever.
0: All right. How you feeling good about this? I feel good. Yeah. We covered wanted? a lot
1: of two week stuff, and there was other stuff we couldn't cover. But yeah. like, man, it the world is happening. I can't right. wait for two weeks from now and, and see and see what what we talk what has about. come to fruition. I
0: know, because maybe some trade deals will finalize. Mm-hmm. Cliffhangers. So many cliffhangers, and I just can't wait for the basketball season to start. And hopefully we can have some more, like, uplifting news to talk about next next time we chat.
1: Next two weeks, only good news happening in the world.
0: Okay. that's We're going to put that out there. Maybe we can talk more philosophy about, of life and love and things like that, maybe. I
1: had a philosophy. That's uh, not a philosophy thing. <laughs> Philosophers? <laughs> it's a debate. Okay. I had a debate. Uh, it was more of a, a casual debate about death Ooh. the other night. I'll share it with you off mic. Because okay. it's not a... It was. It's very intriguing. Mm,
0: maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's something that I, could, a teaser for possibly what happens in our next podcast. We might. We
1: might shell it out.
0: We'll see. We'll see. But this was
1: fun. I'm glad we got to catch up. I
0: know it's been a minute. All right, y'all. We will uh, catch you later.
1: Cheers.